that's about how we ended up where we are, more or less. And, uh... I mean, things have been... Things have been worse. Things have been more dire. But... Here... Take... These sessionary rolls, everybody. Pass these coins down the table. Enjoy. And get a, a little bit more support for yourselves. Take this giant freaking dinosaur. I hate you. Womp. Place it upon the table. It's so big. Just like looking. Oh, it's on the very top of the camera. You can just. It's such a large. It's such a unit, this thing. <laughs> Have fun seeing the screen ever again, AJ. Oh, man. And I, I think... Did the, you get that from the Brontosaurus? The only possible way that we can go forward with this... I mean, it's pretty simple. We just roll an initiative. Yeah. yeah. Right. Give me a 20, your, Nick. Everybody get your plus one. Ooh, good. Ooh, I'll take that. Maybe I should roll that. It's actually... Alrighty. <laughs> What do you need? Uh, it was just his calculations of like, okay, so I'm this far away. If I roll this initiative and then this goes, hmm, okay. It's like, wait, there's three lines in a triangle. This one's at the top. Alrighty, so Rur. I rolled an unconscious. You yeah, you're like, you're down here. You're, you're literally not conscious. What you, what you rolled is entirely irrelevant because you're going to go at the bottom. Uh, Asvis. 25. Whoa, Alrighty. did you roll a one? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Buddy. 30. Ooh. Ooh. You'll get the boot that took off this cliff yet again. <laughs> Doran? Uh, 23. Okay, we'll put it down here. And resume. 27. Right in the middle. Let's see here. I'm going to start off. We're going to go from least exciting to most exciting, I think. So thank you, Tab, that takes me to all the Chiruka step blocks. This is unfortunately one of those somewhat more difficult ones to manage because every single one of these enemies is an Age of Ashes enemy. So none of them have a bestiary card that <laughs> I can just quick reference. It's all book. It's all book learning here. Even the dinosaur? A dinosaur. Even the dinosaur. Not a bestiary monster. New Age Vash creature. I wait for you. So uh, first, Choruka Butcher, the one nearest to Buford, is coming on with a uh, 17. All yes. right. Buford will live. For what it's worth, I beat him. Going in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> the second one down nearest to Esvis. With a 14. Oh, wow. They are quite injured. They're uh, possibly faltering a bit here. The rage slowing. This one gets a 50. And the last one coming through with a 25, which is going to put him just above Espus. Because as we realized, we were doing it backwards for the majority of our gameplay so far. Enemies do actually win ties. I don't know why I had that completely backwards. I, I honestly don't. Uh, maybe just because I, you know, have good in my heart still and wanted all of you to not die. Aww. And I wanted you to have fun with your Pathfinder adventures. We love you too, Squid. So, the Kobold here, the leader, Kobold Grandma, coming through the 31. Grandma's done with us. Hopefully she, she's, a, she is done with us. I want her to leave. She's tired. Yeah, she probably just wants to leave. And... Yeah. Hope she goes behind the pile and gets jumped by the spider. Giant freaking dinosaur. Well, I mean, to be fair, she thought cover was safe from me. <laughs> Giant freaking dinosaur. <gasps> yes! He did just get startled did, by a yeah, pretty big Yeah, he got very boom. spooked by a very large explosion, and he's in a cage, and he's not entirely sure he went uh, home to Mama. what exactly is going on here. He's mad. 
But he's not 100% on what's happening. The, uh... Gabold, having successfully blown the door off of this cage and released this dinosaur into the wild, I think it's general upset nature, is going to turn back around with a smirk towards the party, seeing that Sharuka battling in the distance and Dalren... Mostly me, actually. Just Dalren chasing after her. That's why the distance. Everything yeah. else is the distance. You just sprinting at her across the field. She'll reach down, cobble a couple of things together, and then again, two-handed overhead, pitch a clay pot towards you. Can I catch it? Uh, you can make me a reflex save. If you get a 20, we'll think about it. If you, you know, if you critically succeed, I'll let you catch it. Oh, uh, that's probably not a critical success. In fact, that's actually probably a session reroll. Is probably what that is. Here's this little Starting silver coin without two se within right. two Starting seconds. Starting strong. Ah, that's a 29. Uh, 29 is gonna succeed, but not by much. Uh, so you are going to take half from this at least, as this little little pot blows up at your feet, not across you, fortunately. Washing you with fire damage and a spectacularly low roll, actually. Uh, it would be 12 total, so you're only going to take 6. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, you've about, you about caught it, probably. <laughs> Desert Elf Fighter, fire resistance. You take 1? <laughs> you take 1 point I, of damage? I, I took 3. Oh, you have okay. uh, fire resistance 3. I yeah. thought that was 5 It's half reason. your level. His eyebrow, eyebrows are seen. It comes, I just, like, hook it and, like, just pitch it over my head. <laughs> <laughs> she sees that clearly not really affect you at all. Uh, she is going to take a, uh, just, just one more step back towards the dinosaur cage here, and then yell out in common that everyone could at least hear. Some of you are distant and possibly may not notice over the sound of battle here. Your fight is lost! Leave us! Like you and the dinosaur? Buddy. <laughs> you guys need some um, alone time? Um... So I see this guy crawling up, and I'm, as he's crawling back up, gonna try and just hopefully catch him off guard and try and boot him back up. <laughs> he's not even done Oh, with a session reroll. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. coins out. I mean, he's gonna okay. give me your money. This time for real, guys. Oh, that was not great. Um, okay, well that ends up being, ooh, that only ends up being a 21. Uh, 21 is definitely not going to be able to shove. He, he's already been yeeted into the pit once. He does not want to go back. I'm and going to raise um, raise my shield. I'm like, okay, that did not work. Um, and then I'm going to start. I'm going to move over and start heading towards Espes. Alrighty, and uh, as you start walking, uh, shield up. He's going to take a quick stab, stumbling at the edge of the pit with his trident, trying to catch you here for a 27. And that is not going to hit. It just glances off my shield. Blocking 27s up in here. Okay. Okay, okay. Champion. Resume. Um, where is Roar and how far away am I from him? You are a... Solid like 40 feet from her. He's across the bottom of the pit from you here. Uh, so you're over on this edge. Now we have a freaking humongous map here. This is battle so sprawling, and we're 40 feet away just across the other side of the pit. Okay, um, I'm gonna take a single move action toward her. Yeah, it is very hard to see. <laughs> Did uh, you want to? Okay. 
Do you want to go like just as, as beeline as possible, or out kind of behind Esphus? Uh, like, behind Esphus, please. Okay, so you can end up uh, next to him. You can get up alongside him. Uh, that's fine. And as I kind of stop short um, in front of Esphus, um, uh, she'll intone out uh, a spell, and electricity will uh, fire from her hands, and she will um, try to zap the guy in front of her. Okay. Uh, he is going to get a 19 on his reflex He's save. going He's to great. fail. Woo. Get some nice. Force. They're not fast. <laughs> That's the worst save, actually. Their will is better than their reflex. Huh. They're not speedy boys. He's going to take 12 electric damage. Alrighty. And then I'm going to shield. Pretty sure you got actions. No, no, no. Never mind. Yeah. I'm out of actions. Uh, so, Jeruka 3 here, way in the back by Rur, is uh, at a at a distance. And he's gonna just move past her up kind of towards Esphus and Resme, uh, pounding his trident on the ground, beating as he goes, still enraged. And uh, he's gonna reach down and just yank free a chunk of stone from the lip of this pit. And then almost spinning to put more momentum behind it, hurl it towards Esphus. And I believe you are in the second ranging room for this, so that's good stuff. Gonna be coming in with a 27. That'll hit. As you get caught. But it doesn't crit, and that's what matters. By this rock. It's gonna catch you for 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. I'm down. Ooh. Oh boy. It's gonna knock Espus down with that boulder. Uh, it didn't crit. Yeah, that's certainly good, because that's going to put you down a dying one. The strange irony that he goes down to a ranged attack. <laughs> right? <laughs> there was never any chance of anything else happening. Mm-hmm. Dalren. Um, he was just going to take kind of a glance over his shoulder and see things not going well. Uh, just kind of seeing the dinosaur set free in front of him. Uh, I'd run into the forest if I were you, or hide behind that pile of dirt. Please fall for it. Please fall for it. Uh, and he's going to spin around and just sprint straight back. So he's going to double move and stop 10 feet away from the Chiruka. All right. Uh, and um, with his last action, he's going to bring a swing out to try to swipe that Chiruka, uh, back him up against the This pretty well edge. injured. It's taken a couple shots from Estes. It's been thrown down a 40-foot cliff. This one is by far the most bloodied of the group. Well, a 26 hit. 26 will absolutely hit. He is a raging monkey barbarian. I love raging monkey barbarians. Woo! 15 plus uh, so 29 lightning damage. That'll do him. Nice! Sorry, Sheesh. Sheesh. He's our elf. If he can't do it, we're in a top around one still, and people are dropping like flies. It was a precarious situation Most at the end of last session. Uh, well, it's been one, exactly one of each. It's been exactly one of each, and it started. It was a five v five encounter. So it's it's even so far. Now, that is going to bring us to Turn of Dinosaur, which I'm sure everybody is just really excited about. Everyone's super pumped for Turn of Dinosaur. Dinosaurs are just wandering well, into the jungle. I'm interested to see what the mindless dinosaur is going to do to its aggressor. <laughs> <laughs> you threw a bomb at me. I don't know, maybe he's like her pet or something. So yeah, mine, the angry dinosaur, is going to stampede out of his cage here. I'm just gonna put that over here till you're done moving him around because I cannot see where you're putting and, him. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come out with two moves as he just trundles forth. Uh, again, not 
not particularly fast, not moving with any real speed. He seems almost cautious, scared, and just angry. And he, he almost hops out like a fox, despite his enormous size. Hmm. Uh, and it's really just how big he is that lets him cover so much ground. And as he comes up forward, the kobold grandma turns back, grin on her face. The massive tail of this beast strikes out like the, a cracking whip, creating an actual sonic boom that all of you can hear. Is this Ear just shattering. a really big prehistoric iguana? From the distance. And he's gonna snap it towards the kobold. That was almost, that was a nat 20 that fell over to it too. Oh. <laughs> That's a villain point. Grandma got run over by oh, a dino. <laughs> The dinosaur it. eventually evolves into a mantis shrimp. Snap it towards the kobold with almost <laughs> a sense of, like a prescient sense of danger. Kobold grandma just barely ducking out of the way as it cracks over her head. And she turns around kind of wide-eyed, <laughs> realizing that's not going exactly how she Have, I, have I made an error? Dinosaur comes out, only one person in front of her. <laughs> dose. Having just been zapped, he's gonna step forward in his fit of rage and lash out with his trident towards Resme. As Espus falls down to a boulder, Resme is gonna take a natural one, actually. He's aiming for Espus and doesn't really correct it in time and just kind of ends up hitting with the flat side of the trident. That's not gonna hurt you at all. It's kind of only got one pointy in. That was mildly insulting. But he quickly recovers it around for a 25. Um. That will just, yeah, that will just hit me. Uh, can I shield block? You don't have a shield, so no. You didn't cast shield, yeah, so you, no, right. you can't. No, 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 shield block with my wooden shield. You don't have didn't it raised. Have it raised. Yes. Oh, good point. So, you don't have any form of a shield. No, no shielding. Uh, so that is going to hit you for 17 points of damage. Ouch. And you are going to start bleeding as well. Bummer. And uh, Rur, on the ground, having a bad time. You are uh, dying one, I believe, is what we ended up at. Purple is my favorite color. It will save me. It did not save you. session re-roll that, because I'm not in critical danger yet. Yeah, it's just a dying two. It's, it could be worse, but that three is a... Uh... Hey, hey that's that's funny. There you go. So uh, you value. would then, I mean, just, it, it makes sense. You stopped bleeding immediately, and now you have also instantly stabilized her, uh, leaving you wounded on the ground, bloodied, still unconscious. I told you I was going to roll in that one. <laughs> but not <laughs> dying is the good news. Not dying is the good news. Yes. Cobalt Grandma has made a mistake. <laughs> Dinosaur. Oh no, the dinosaur I have bullied all throughout the first half of the movie. She is going to uh, go ahead and follow Dolren <laughs> as she <laughs> runs backwards. One, two, three move actions. Uh, running after him, just panting heavily as she does. Uh, she seems to be not in the best of shape, and although her reflex is surprisingly quick, uh, she has run the entire length of this mining pit like three times by the duration of this fight, and she looks relatively old. 
She's not holding up great. She's also very injured. I have her, uh, I'll just tell you because it's, it's a session later. I have her with 100 points of damage on her right now, and that's after she took two different healing potions. So she's just full-out sprinting, running as fast as she can away from the, uh, the dinosaur, almost kind of stumbling and huffing by the end of it. Buddy. Uh, I'm going to triple move over to Rizmeen. As, well, I don't know if I can actually get all the way over there, oh. but it's as close as... Triple move actually gets you uh, most of the way to Resume. Yeah, look at me. I'm trucking. It's all red. I'm not yeah. smart. Uh, those icons are so tiny on my I screen. Know, I actually, like, I can't even see who they actually are. Um, I'm 20 feet you away are, from yeah, Cobalt Grandma. This one. You are. This mouse. I don't know if it's the mouse the mouse pad. I'm pretty sure it's the mouse pad that's causing issues. Buddy, you might actually be able to make it. Percussive Buddy, maintenance. You can make it up there with a triple oh, move for sure. Look at that. Yeah, it's you hard to tell, there. but they're standing beside each other. Right. Everybody is triple moving yeah. away from the angry dinosaur. Yeah. Nobody there. wants to play with the angry dinosaur. Nobody Resume. does. Um, Resume is going to move behind Buddy. Help. Uh, but sh uh, can I step five feet to try to avoid the attack of opportunity I have seen as coming? Because I've yes, seen him do would, it That would times. be wise. So you can step back and then take a second move action to get behind Buddy. Um, yes. And then I am going to um, hand Buddy um, a lesser elixir of life, the only uh, one I have. You can pull out. I will pull out a lesser elixir of, elixir of life to hand it to Buddy next turn. Or you can not, take it from me. He's not looking great either. Uh, so Esvis now, right. also on the ground, is like the, the trail that the Charuka are leaving behind them is growing here. Oh, let me see if I shake off my persistent damage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We roll that while he makes his turn. Believe. No. Praise Centipede. It's not a one, is it? No, no. Okay. No. The critical failure gets worse. You take two points, please. Um... It's just a flat die. It's just a flat die roll, right? DC flat 11. die roll, right? DC what? 11. It's, yeah, it's just a flat die roll. I mean, it's a D20, so you can session yeah. roll it if you want to, but yeah. it's just a flat check. I'm going to session re-roll it. Yeah, do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. That didn't roll. It didn't roll. It hit and spun all the way around so and dying. stopped. I'm dying, too. Dying, too. Esfis still on the ground mm. there. Uh, you can see both of them laying out. Not doing great. Right? Straight to jail. As, as Resume <laughs> bleeds and retreats back, rooting for something in her bags as Buddy comes forward, the Chiruka that had stabbed her looks between the two of you, kind of almost redding itself, bouncing, not fully hopping, brings his trident up and licks the blood off. And you see him fortify himself a little bit with just this actual blood fury here. And then this is back Chiruka who is still a solid two move actions from getting up to the front line. He's going to stampede forward as he can, trying to transition some of that momentum, as he even uses his free hand to run down on all fours before he thrusts up at Buford with his trident for a 40. A 40? A 40. Oh, well, I mean, that crits one the easy peasy lemon squeezy. And as he uh, runs this... I can't even shield block because I don't have my shield up. You did raise shield though. Yeah, you did. Oh, no, he triple moved move to get over, yeah. You're running forward, he's running forward. All of the momentum of both of you, you get jams this trident up to your full plate for 52 points of piercing damage. Jeez. Oof. Oof. Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so I don't really need to calculate that. I can just write zero. Do you need this? Yes, yes. Do you also need this? No, I already have that. <laughs> <laughs> Previous encounters. So you are going to go down to dying two. Okay. As this Shuruka runs you through. We're 30 minutes into our session. Woohoo! <sighs> dying three. Dalren, no pressure or anything. <laughs> oh, you're wounded. You wounded one? I don't think she is. No, no, she's not. She the was bleed. bleed. Oh, so you can bleed on her turn, but you are bleeding. Yeah, that's definitely. You are uh, you are dying too right now, Dalrin. As you run up, you see Buford just get impaled and hear and see this metal crumple down in a pile. Uh, thankfully, he's raging, so it's just kind of like a insects. You dare. Uh, and, um, again, dead sprint. Uh, two move actions will get him 10 feet away from that Chiruka on that side. Uh, is that the... Uh, no, it doesn't matter. So I'll, I'll stay right there. Uh, and I think I can I'm actually... I'm going to bring this in. Oh, if you would you be so kind. Like that would be really nice. Everything. But take it to, for now. The dinosaur is at a distance, but he is coming. I would really like to zoom the map in. <laughs> so <laughs> feel free to uh, rearrange that real quick. Um, I actually have five more feet of movement, so I'm going to okay. go... Uh, I'm going to scoot one more over. I just thought you to be like max range there. Yeah, perfect right there. Um, and uh, just bring that geese arm down. Whew, 31. Uh, 31's going to critically hit him. Nice. So 8, 9, 4, 6, 22. 44 lightning damage. And 44 lightning damage is going to critically kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Strike out the hook of the geese arm, catches him, picks him on up. On the one side, you slams have him on the ground. The Taruka death team just moving their way through the party, dropping party members on the back side. You have Dalred. Come barbarian! Equally as effectively. Yeah, this is one man doing the job of two. This is gonna become a, the hottest one v one known to man oh, here when the two murder teams. Just Don't you put that evil on resume. Head to head here. <laughs> So the dinosaur is only so fast. He is large and he is mad. And he is going to stampede up. He's actually gonna get right behind her with his three moves. As she runs away and him at a decent distance breaks he breaks more into a lumbering run after those kobolds and the kobold does a glance over his shoulder can hear the massive pounding footsteps of this dinosaur coming must go faster must, must go, go faster. faster she's she's probably like bouncing off the ground with the weight of the puts her focus into running as hard as she possibly can she was tired and now she is not adrenaline surging <laughs> this chiruka as Buford falls, and his friend falls, and a step up around the pile of bodies here, spinning his trident around, trying it to bring it at what looks like the threat that is approaching, <laughs> jabbed this out towards Dalren with the, with the 23. 23, actually, he'll just contemptuously bat that aside. Well, then sure, that would hit you, Raging. Nope, nope. And bring a second swing for a 20. Uh, just uh, he'll actually block that with a half of the geese arm and spin it away. It's half time. And just uh, stare at him. 
Damn We're it. Him. Just Tall elf. Short yeah, monkey. I made my save. So, this kobold <laughs> is realizing, <laughs> realizing that she is not faster than the dinosaur. Muppet run. Just. And uh, she's going to quickly, uh, stumbling here, running out of gas, reach down, pull something off, almost pulling her whole belt free as she just yanks out something and physically in her hand smashes it into another vial that she has in her palms down towards the ground where it erupts into a small cloud of smoke concealing her but she's only she only stumbles away a couple of feet before she continues to try to run from that and the dinosaur uh He's so tall. He's Realistically, <laughs> I don't like. He has to make a fortitude save against sickened, but his head is like thirty feet above this cloud. So I mean, I'm gonna give him a degree of success better on this, on account of his. He's not in the smoke. <laughs> I did roll really low though, so let's see. Contact poison. It's yeah, it's now contact poison. Uh, so he is gonna get. I think he's gonna fail, but I'm gonna. Bump it to a to a success, but not a critical success. So uh, he's gonna rear up a bit. Clearly, his sense is somewhat offended, assaulted by this acrid smoke. And this is where you conscious you would know you have experienced this once. Yep. Uh, he actually does look like he's having a bit of an issue with it. Wheels his head back further up into the air, whipping it back and forth, trying to clear the smoke, almost whipping his feet up trying to kick it away. And, uh, Resume. Uh, Resume is going to pour that lesser elixir of life down Buddy's throat. <laughs> Through the slits of the fishbowl yeah. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so, in her head, That is going to provoke from the Chiruka to interact with the potion. To she's give 10 feet away. I'm 10 feet away. Oh, she's 10 feet back. He doesn't have reach. Yeah. Right. No. Ooh. Oh, no, he is up here because he didn't have reach. So he's, oh, okay. Uh, I well, just then if he had him. been up there, yeah, you can, you can, can step I step? And do that. Thank yeah. you. Step around. Keep Buddy between you and, and pour this down through his, his helmet. And uh, it's 3d6 plus 6 on a lesser elixir of life. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be 14 points mm-hmm. back. More importantly, not zero. Yeah. Not zero, yes. Not zero is a great number to be at, really. And, um, Joining the Wounded Club. I have one action left. One action left. Um, can I use that to try to um, staunch my own bleeding? I need two actions. Uh, you need two actions I need two to, actions to do that. Um, in which case, uh, I'm going to throw up a shield. Throw up your, your, your magical shield here. You're going to bleed. And I get a 14, which which isn't going to do yes, it. It doesn't stop. You only bleed for one point of damage, though. Okay, that's fine. Uh, almost, whether it's the bleeding is slowing or just, again, adrenaline. I just don't you care. You just don't even notice anymore. Adrenaline's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Esphys. Do it. You can do it. You can remind her that you can point. spend yeah. all your hero mm-hmm. points to just not die, but it is all three of them. You're definitely or you can the potential. I only have one. You need to spend. I have you at three. I've spent all of them. I was, all I was, I was, okay, I was empty. Oh, you can just slot hand back to automatically. <laughs> so yeah, you can, you can. Uh, but you're dying to one or two on the die critical failure. What's you dying for? So there's a there is a chance to become the dead. Believe. Believe. <laughs> 
Not instantly dead. Not a one or a two. Is that a three? It's a five. Oh boy. Not instantly dead. Not instantly dead. Take it. You want to re-roll it? I'm going to take it and go to dying three. All right. Dying three. Buddy, you wake up on the ground here, your visor up and Resume pouring a potion through you before she casts a spell with a flash of arcane energy force in front of her. You can see a Charuka dueling Dalren and you can hear... This is this dinosaur pounds its way across the field. Probably feel it more than you'd hear it. Um, I am going to roll over. I have my shield, so I'm going to bring my shield up in front of me and try and swipe out this guy's feet. This Charuka next to me. So prone, you uh, you do take a minus two to all attacks. Just Um, so you're aware. So it just is at a minus two because it has the. uh, Let me see this. The. uh, a trip attempt? Should yeah, it it's, attack trait? It's not an, it has the attack trait. It's an athletics. It's attack rolls. It's not an attack roll. Yeah. It doesn't say things with the attack trait. I'm, I'm not sure cl- on the I'm ruling very, of that I'm, one. I'm very close to his legs, so it'd be really yep. easy yeah, for me to like... Yeah, realistically, like, being on the ground would Take not it to the ground. I should get a plus four at over. least. <laughs> 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 figure that one out later. Go and give me the athletics trait. Um, that is at 18 Ooh. on the die, and I have, uh, 16 athletics. Um... I said 60, I was like, what? It's <laughs> a 78. Get wrecked. <laughs> Just cleave um, him in half becomes a crater. <laughs> what is 16 plus 18? 30, 34. 34. Um, uh, 34 is not going to critically succeed, but it is going to knock him down, as he's not really expecting it. Okay, um, I, I shield... I trip him, and then I'm just going, oh, I don't have my hammer. Oh, no. You the hammer. <laughs> it worked. The hammer's over there in another it dude's skull. It did kill him. He threw it. That's right. <laughs> don't you still um, have your silver hammer? I do, but, but I, don't have, it, I don't have it out. <laughs> um... Point blank spike shield, just shoot him. Point blank spike shield. Push him off the cliff, laying down beside him, just roll him off the cliff. Um, and then with him tripped, I'm going to try and stand up. All right, and uh, as you as you go to stand, he's kind of on the defense here. I actually don't think he's going to use his reaction for an arrow. He's going to let you do it. You're up. You're up. Okay. You have stood. Um, okay. Well, then I should just. Uh, then I just have to roll my poison. All right, bleed. Don't you have one yeah, action left? Trip no, stand. I no, raise oh, shield, shield, trip stand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So uh, as you uh, bleed for four. Okay. The Charuka again licks off from the half of his blade here. Uh, this one now getting a little bit of a heal, a little bit reinvigorated. He's going to use the reaction there instead. It's a reaction. It is a reaction. Okay, and then I'll try and... Does the uh, 12? Does not end. Still bleeding. Dalren. And then everything bad. (laughs) Everything bad. Yeah. So Dalren's work is clearly cut out for him. The monkey is on the floor in front of him. Uh, just kind of stare down at him with uh, you should have run and just bring the lightning smashing down towards his face. Uh, that's a 25. 25 will hit. 
a six, a 20 lightning. Okay. Uh, second attack. That heal. You did not heal for 20. That's better. Uh, actually, it's 25 again. Oh, that'll still hit. Uh, 15, that's, uh, that's uh, 29. Smack, 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 He's smack. still up. This one was way less injured. This one's he's still up after those two hits, but he is, at this point, very well staggered off balance. He couldn't take another one, to be sure. Fish, four, hey, 20. What do you know that? Fish, four, 20. Another one. He is raging and prone. His AC is not great. It's, uh, it's a 19. It's 20. Ah! ah! It's 20 raging and prone. After taking two of those, he's finally going to just manage to writhe away from the last one. Barely still alive. Bingo. Dino DNA. Here comes the lizard. Dinosaur man. Now very much upset. <laughs> <laughs> Is just going to stampede. I wasn't wrong. He's just going to stampede forward to the smoke, making no real effort to attack Kobold Grandma, just running her over as he goes. Dino Toe Jam. And, uh. She's going to make a reflex save. And then she's going to get trampled. And uh, he is sickened, so his DC is one lower. She is going to get a cocktail. She's going to get a 29 on her reflex save, which is going to succeed. Oh, it's a fortitude save. Hold on. That might be significantly lower. Does Cobalt Grandma have a good fortitude save? (laughs) She's really well conditioned. She's going to get a 25 on her fortitude save. It's four lower, which is going to fail. So she is going to take foot damage. Feet. The dino train don't stop. Don't stop for no one. is 15 points of bludgeoning damage as he just kind of inadvertently tramples over her towards the south here. Does she make like a squeaky toy noise? (laughs) She would certainly let out a bit of a yelp there. But stumble. This is amazing. To her knees as it runs her over as she's barely still conscious. And uh, she is throws a hand up in the air, left in this footprint behind him. The hook! No! <laughs> You're not a Cinderclaw. You can't fool me. You have no badge. And uh, <laughs> they have membership badges. They have membership badges. She didn't badges? Hear badges? She don't need no stinking badges. badges. <laughs> Taruka on the ground, without even standing up, is just going to grasp his trident in two hands and thrust it upwards towards Dolren. Bless uh, you. With. It's prone, so it is only going to be a 35. A 35? Um, Dalren actually reaches out to catch it, and then it just spears directly <laughs> to the back of his hand, and he just kind of grimaces as he rips it free and takes a good chunk of hand with it. But does not crit? It and totally crits. Going, and, but, oh. but I punched it. I punched it. I totally crit. <laughs> I thought you was you playing off. It's better than being crit. Nope, it isn't. No, nope, no, nope, it is just it is like being but crit. The, but the Truga is gonna look around to the dinosaur and just have a second thought. Just a small, you know, is this what he should be doing with his life? Maybe he should be running for Maybe his life. Maybe he should be running. <laughs> <laughs> and as this trident spears towards you, he's gonna stop for a moment. He's gonna roll over, hop to his feet. And get the hell out of the way of the giant dinosaur. <laughs> and he's like, get scampering the off to the side here. It's like, huh, that's a good point. 
Uh, whereas the kobold... <laughs> that combined... That hurt a lot! Starts running in the other direction. <laughs> that was like a carpal tunnel release, no anesthesia. Yeah, this is gonna pick herself out of this footprint. <laughs> and stumble down back into her hut. Out of view. And close the door. <laughs> not that it's gonna help her with the window busted open. Yeah. Does not have an action to close the door. After the the giant lizard's done dealing with us, its head's gonna come through the window. I heard you were hiding. <laughs> you smell like bitch in here. <laughs> Resume. Oh my god. Everybody gangsta till the dinosaur gets out. <laughs> um, Resume, seeing that Buddy is at least now up, is going to reach out, um, lay a hand on Asphys, um, awaken, and uh, stabilize him. Ooh. Ooh, primal spell. With a primal cantrip. Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys are going to start sharing because it's my last wounded card. Okay. <laughs> By my magic, four of the five of you are wounded now. Um, it's one action. Then I am going to... Oh, God. I don't know, know whether to run or... Well, you got six seconds. What's your reaction? Uh, run. Run. So, yeah. Uh, not follow the Charuka, because that's dumb. I don't want to get hit. But, you know, to the left. Vaguely away. Uh, <laughs> Just running by the people on the cot. That way. Sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, so. See ya, suckers. <laughs> he, he won't trample their wounded. <laughs> Dino's like, you want me? He's going to go to dinosaur hell. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Esvis. So I'm just unconscious. You are just unconscious now, <laughs> buddy. Um. Okay, I'm going to pick up Esvis. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. I mean, yeah, he's he's an, he's an object. I'll give you object at the moment. Um. And I don't have like a weapon or anything, so it's not like I don't have enough hands. <laughs> uh. And then I'm going to move. Uh. Two two moves to get to try and get as close as I can to the house, or to, to the uh, building that, I didn't really see what was in it, so. You can get over to the door. Yeah, that's Given your move thinking. speed, with Esfus slung up over your shoulder. And, uh, <laughs> Dalren. just a roar laying in the field. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very far out of the yeah, it's good, I'm it's safe. Good, it's good, it's good. All right, let's see here. Uh, it's nothing but trouble here. Uh, so if the, uh, the dinosaur here is, uh, causing some issues, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> causing issues, this dinosaur. Only Dalren and Rage would call that an issue. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's try it this way. Uh, so Dalren is going to, uh, back up this way against the building and climb it. Okay and just kind of haul yeah. himself up on the roof. I'm gonna go ahead and throw you here because I don't have a great way to do that. Uh, I would say the roof is low enough and you're like going an expert, or not a master in athletics at this point. I am you're a master. Like, you're a master, I'd like, yeah, there's there's no role to get on top of this short flat roof here. That's, you can just do that without any difficulty at this point. Ecujai uh, trees are harder. Yeah, it's gonna take you your actions to get up there. So as you're on top uh, of this rooftop here now, kind of above them, the... Um, and how many actions is that? Um. I think it'd probably be 
two to get to the wall and then one to climb up it. So I think that's your, your three. To I get can get there in one move action, I think. Oh, okay, then two. You got one left. Feet? Okay. You got one left. Okay, perfect. Uh, and uh, I'm actually going to try to draw the dinosaur. Uh, oh, wait. Well, actually, he's going to raptor me, raptor Truga, raptor my friends. Let's see what he does. I'll, I'll, I'll just wait. I'll, I'll, I'll ready a javelin from up here. He'll draw a javelin. He'll draw a javelin. Yes. Yeah, I got it up there. So angry dinosaur stampeding over and seeing everyone just kind of running away from him here. And everyone is kind of scrambled away from the fat <laughs> nice enormous dinosaur. Fan. Everyone, yeah, fan it out here. Um, he's going to stop and wheel around on the spot. Tiny lady, where'd she go? Towards this building. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not a happy dinosaur. He's making Kool-Aid right now. You he's, blew up. You blow up my cage. He's pretty upset at the moment. Give and, me uh, asthma. He has rage, but nowhere to As put he it. shows up, he is going to attack once with his uh, with his foot and then once with his head, losing it like a giant mace. He, he kind of rears up and kicks into the wood here, crumpling in, buckling the wood in the corner of the building, and then just slamming the bottom of his jaw down. Again, like it's just a massive flail, crushing in the rooftop and the corner of the building. And you can just hear in the distance, uh, in common, <laughs> a panic shriek. <laughs> the hawk somewhere's just eating popcorn. <laughs> this is amazing! <laughs> this, uh. Druka is a little torn. He's raging. He smells weakness. His direct superior screaming at him in the distance. He's pretty hurt. On one hand, survival. On the other, painful, agonizing failure. He's gonna go for the dinosaur. Oh lord! Oh. Not failing. Oh, he coming. Not He's failing. Dayhawk today. He's gonna move down Never. twenty-five feet, and still <laughs> shrieking in rage here, grab a chunk of rock and just pitch it towards the dinosaur. Why? Overhanded like a baseball. Never join and a cult, kids. Like You'll attack the third range. <laughs> this is the abject lesson we take. Third range increment here. Uh, so he's gonna have a minus four. So he's gonna thirty. He pegs him. <laughs> Let it never be said, Jeruka aren't like MLB tier pitchers. This Told guys you. can throw rocks with the best of them. We need a baseball team. Yeah, you totally do. <gasps> A Charuka, we could monetize that. A Charuka baseball team? They would freaking rock it, man. Literally. Look at the... It's gonna hit him for 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Dinosaur turns around. Um, oh, yay! The really? gold in the really? building. You can't really see what's going on, but you can see some smoke. Fairly thick smoke billowing out from the ruined corner of the house here. Mm. <laughs> like it was taken out by a tank shell or something. <laughs> Resme. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Resme um, would like the dinosaur to not look back over here. Um, so Resme is going to pick up the rock that he was just throwing and throw some at him. That is way, way dramatically. Uh, what's still a claim for this range? Is it 30? Um, I have reach. It's still six. Does it make it sixty or? It doubles it, yeah. So there's still. I thought he could pick up other rocks. No, no, I'm just gonna pick up some of the rocks that he was using to oh. throw and throw them at him. Oh, throw them from the trooper's yeah, direction. The okay, yeah. I see what you mean. I thought you meant pick the. No, 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 no! I don't care about that. Um. 
Yeah, I'll give you 60 on this dinosaur with reach spell. Cool. No, uh, not the dinosaur, like the Taruka. Oh. I thought you were trying to draw him towards no. the Taruka. So no, you no, brought no, rocks no, no. from the monkey to the dinosaur. Hell oh, no. no. You're just like, stop. Just stop, <laughs> just stop attracting oh, okay. its oh, attention. Okay, okay. No, you're totally fine then. Help the Taruka. Still reach. Die. Okay, that's very good. Uh, that's going to be a 32. 32 critically hits. Woo! Exactly Stop critically bad. hits. <laughs> no. No. Ho, ho, oh, baby. My God. Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 20, health. 40. Okay, he has 14 health. I so. smush him with rocks. Uh, Cantrips hurt. <laughs> yeah, with this. Barrage of rocks here. That Chiruka, the last of the Chiruka warriors here, is absolutely very dead. Uh, and <gasps> love with just a dinosaur smashing a building. Esphus is unconscious. I'm gonna take uh, a three-action snooze. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I am going to uh, slam open this door into this building, and I just see it, and there's just. Burnt corpses. Yeah. And I'm gonna slam the door closed. <laughs> so two actions open yeah, it's, closed. The inside, it's still probably smoldering. The beds are on fire. And like it just smells like caught. burnt yeah. flesh. Oh, no, like, there's it's just, just charred Charuka corpses heaped hand over fist inside. So the door. I'm going to slam the door closed. Uh, run to the edge of the building just on the far corner, the furthest corner away that Make I can. Squid, move the map again. Yeah, I know, sorry. Again. All right. And then I'm just gonna drop Esfis just around that corner so that he's kind of hidden. Just be like, here you go. <laughs> some, de corner, some degree of cover. Around it. Yeah. Metal gear, just. <laughs> All right, up on the roof. You hit this dinosaur roar in pain and turn around and see this Taruka get just absolutely severed. And this thing's tension is directly on that monkey. I'm uh, I'm gonna let that attention stay right there. Uh, let's see here. So um, Rur is unfortunately theoretically he, in the line of fire. He, well, I mean, at this point, the deadery isn't like his body is still off in the distance near the edge of the pit, a good fifty feet away from you. Ah, uh, I could get there in two moves. From on top of the house. Yeah, I just run, fall. He's there. <laughs> Well, falling not you prone. It's like huh? Falling would not get prone. Uh, can I acrobatics to land on my feet? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's, a, it's like a 10 foot roof, so probably. Five, it's a pretty squat 50, little building. 30, I can I can see the big grid here, so it's right about 50. I don't I don't we don't have to count square by square. This map is huge. Okay, uh, so uh, Dalren then uh, is just going to leap off that roof and book it over to Rur, and okay. uh, I can make a roll if you'd like, make or I'll take damage. Make me an acrobatics check. If you take damage, it puts you prone. Oh, actually. Oh, you're not taking anything. Tuck and roll and run. That's great. That's uh, 33. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tuck and roll and head over, and you get to ruin two move actions. Okay, perfect. Um, And third move action is going to be to pick him up. Okay. You have tiny halflings. Let me grab your shoulder now. You do not notice the extra half pound. <laughs> oh, no. The dinosaur is going to oh. turn and he is going to stampede over to where the oh you your holy symbol fell off the super oh god why foreshadowing the hot glue seven ray has forsaken us uh oh he's gonna stampede over towards this chiruka hey, and hey God, that works bend down mouth 
wide open. And uh, you can see inside this thing's mouth, though it kind of looks like a large well, brontosaurus, more or less. It's got some rows of pretty well-pointed, serrated, almost like shark-like teeth. Oh. And it bends down and just picks up the body, the there's desiccated body of this Cheruka that's been ripped through by these shots. It doesn't, like, excavate some of the earth. Just <laughs> Probably gets you a mouthful of dirt, too. Rears back, like, tossing it. Dirt flying through the air and just snaps a gulp up over this Cheruka's entire body. Oh, it's carnivorous. God. That's lovely. I don't like this jungle. <laughs> I don't like the jungle. Somewhere in the building, the old grandma's doing something. Resume. Cowering. Resume's kind of like Resume's turning into a tree. This is She's not just a, done with this. Turns out this is not actually a brontosaurus. No, apparently not. It's like not. a carnivorous, predatory brontosaurus. <laughs> it's like if someone were sitting around a game design table and said, how could we make brontosauruses scarier? <laughs> Shark teeth. <laughs> Shark teeth and the whip tail. What if, yeah, what if that giant yeah. neck could actually just reach out and just freaking eat you? How about that? Um, so I am going to uh, run around. I'm going to walk very, very slowly backward. Yeah, exactly. Like, really slowly, <laughs> trying not to draw this thing's attention, and come back behind the building. Right, around by Espes here. Yeah. And, um, then I am just going to sit tight and hope it doesn't notice us. All right, buddy. I am going to, uh, since Dalren is getting rur, I'm going to try and uh, use this, use my time as best as I can. I actually reach in my bag because I don't have my medicine kit in uh, thing. So I reach into my bag. I'm going to take out a medicine kit and then try and, uh, I'm going to try and, I, I look at Esmus and I'm like, seen Rur do this a couple <laughs> times. Grab one at like the, the things that are impaling him, try and remove them <laughs> is the plan. So, what do you do? You want to start? Do you do you? Can not, I, is there? Oh, there's not. I guess battle medicine is still. Uh, it, it, I. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have? Doesn't say do you have battle medicine because like. No, I don't. Are you starting I the? I was going to. Are you starting the ten minute activity no. of three wounds? <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot that was a thing. I, I was thinking about yeah. the stabilized thing. Is what I was thinking. That, that's two actions. You can do that. He's yeah, but he's stabilized. stabilized. Yeah, I just had that Does in my brain. Does you know that though? Like. That's okay. Cool. Well, but yeah, was, that's probably what I was. Yeah, but he was conscious for that. He doesn't know what she's casting. True. I mean, he looks super dead. Yeah, but, uh, I'd probably just try and remove I mean, that was kind of what I was going for, so. Yeah, but uh, you can, with the, the reactions they're tending to him with your kid, I mean, you'd be able to tell that he, he does, as you start to work on him, he does seem to be stable. He doesn't seem to be in any danger of dying immediately uh, to anything other than a massive dinosaur. Um, but, Dalren. Ah. Okay, so, uh, carnivorous thing, glad I, and, and it apparently eats things that don't move, so, uh, glad that I came to get Roar. Um, breathing? Maybe? Uh, I'll check later. Uh, and I'm just gonna <laughs> carry him around the edge just to make you scroll the map out more, I'm sorry. You're gonna go the other way. So you're just gonna go some distance. Uh, actually, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna carry him around to the other side of this, uh, gridded over pit. So if the dinosaur does charge at me, maybe um, he falls in the maybe hole. Maybe he falls in the hole. Okay. He, he looks kind of dumb. There's fire. Uh, I'm, so that looks like maybe two actions. Probably does say two moves to get over there behind this, uh, kind of like cooking pit or whatever it okay. is. Okay. Uh, and second move so action. Punchy steak to the bottom of it, so you're not positive exactly what it's for. I'm just gonna pull out, uh, I'm gonna pull a potion out of the bag. 
That sounds an awful lot like it's for this. Okay. <laughs> the dinosaur gets out, lead it to the pit. That's a good point, actually. Maybe <laughs> this is our emergency dino pit. We put it on the opposite side of where we keep the dino, just in case. We just don't want to wander. None of this was planned out. Yeah. Dino mad. Dino upsetty. Dino sees a lot of free food on the table. Dino sees a lot of food. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. The poor wounded. Oh no! He is. Uh, Look, there's a reason I ran over here. He is gonna come over. You heartless. Towards this pile of food. The food. <laughs> Injured boggers and Shuruka on the ground. Yeah, I'm a horrible This person. is a buffet for him. And yeah, it is going to reach down and in two quick bites, it is just going to pick up and consume. This first boggard, who seems to be pretty grievously injured, the other, who doesn't look very mortally wounded, turns as the dinosaur's approaching and eats his friend to uh, start to kind of try to get away here before this dinosaur is going to eat him, too. <laughs> the rest of the... Uh, I mean, this is a great way to test to see if any of them are malingerers. Yeah, the rest of the scattered here, uh, Taruka is going to get up and start stumbling away. Uh, he was a malingerer. Uh, a couple of the boggards are going to... They're going to move out as they can. This one here can't do much more than sort of crawl. This Taruka is gone. He gets up and he's just gone out of the forest. Like he is completely out of there immediately. The scattering before this dinosaur, <laughs> bringing us back to resume. He was very hungry and very mad. Okay. Um. Well, um, resume is uh. How is Espus looking? Asleep. <laughs> asleep. Hurt. Like, like, asleep. A, like a baby. Uh, I'm gonna peek out around the building. What's the dinosaur doing? He's eating boggards. <laughs> I'm gonna take the, st the, the staff that the uh, uh, Ekujai gave me and I'm gonna cast in Tangle and hope to hold it up for just a little bit. So maybe it'll take a little longer to get to us. Okay, so... You wanna? Well, you gotta move. Yeah, that's where fine. You can see him, and then you gotta. Do you have to? Do you just carry that staff out yeah. all the time? Oh, okay, so you already have it in your hands. It's in my hand. That's kind of how I have to have it. Okay, and then you want to just let me clarify. You want to encant a spell, point the staff at the angry dinosaur yeah, is not currently said. paying attention to you, and yeah. cast the spell to piss it off. This is. I'm just double checking. This is what we want to do. That's what we're casting. Just, just to clarify. Are you metagaming? Just, just Look. clarify. Excuse me. He's gonna eat Buddy. All right. <laughs> so uh, the grass around the area writhes up around the legs of this thing. It may not even be smart enough to know that that's and, what I just uh, did. We'll see. It's. Does it? How does it? Does it make a reflex save or a force save or some kind? Uh, something? I think we have to actually check the card because. Give me a minute because I've never reflex, cast entangle. But... I think it's reflex. Give me a minute. We've had. All right. It's a save for sure. We're gonna make. Entang oh, I got it. Uh, okay. It is a twenty-foot radius burst. Um, duration a minute. What kind of save? Uh, reflex save. All right. He is going to get a thirty-three on his reflex save. He does not critically. Uh, succeed. He does not critically succeed. Um. So. He's going to take a speed penalty. Take a speed penalty. No, I guess he just nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens if he's a So I guess he doesn't even care. Nope. Just grass now. So yeah, just, there's, there's just grass, grass now. growing around him, pulling at him, tugging at this enormous dinosaur who doesn't really seem to be super bothered. Uh, 
This oh is unconscious team. Buddy? I am going to pick Estus back up. <laughs> run down the length of the building. <laughs> We're going to go somewhere else. Where? Relevant. Away. Anywhere else. Away is yeah, the goal. Yeah, I'm just going to try and kind of loop around the building. Yeah, just take him uh, a distance down there. And, uh, okay, so we can solve this by rotating the map because we've become, we've returned to a Ooh. horizontal Ooh. orientation here. Want to rotate this back around? Wow. So I can more easily encompass Very everything. Pretty. Oh, Thank man. Arkenforge. Freaking Arkenforge. Thank you, Arkenforge. Once again. Oh, I appreciate you. You give me the tools I need to deal with this. Dalren. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, just put me in the fire. <laughs> Be on your way. <laughs> out of your misery. I, mean, I have a potion out. I do have a potion out. So uh, first thing, let's give her that potion. Glug, 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 glug. unconscious for like a full minute at this point. It's actually been like <laughs> 10 plus rounds. He's been dumb for a while. Uh, it's a 2d8 plus 5. Uh, so that's going to be 12 hit points back. I'm going to wake up not even, point. not even positive what planet he's on at this point. Yeah, the important point is it's not zero. It's not it's zero. Not zero. Uh, and then I'm going to look down at Rur as he kind of comes to and just kind of say, I'm terribly sorry about all of this. Actually, I'm raging. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm terribly sorry about all of this. It's like you're you're not. This isn't going to end too well for us. Um, and I'm going to take this javelin. I'm just going to huck it all the way across the way to try to get this dinosaur's attention before it goes and eats up my friends. Okay. What's the range increment, javelin? Like 20, 30. 30. All right. So in second range increment. At third range increment, actually. So minus four. That's 75 feet right there. Minus four is a 14. That's a 29. 29's wow. gonna hit him. <laughs> Maximum damage. 20 lightning damage. What? You're insane. Rail I love gun. you. <laughs> the best barbarian ever. Through this dinosaur. We hate him so. Alrighty. That was a brave move. I was. Let's see. Heal. Yep. That's three. Throw. No, I readied it on top of the building. Yeah, you already had it in your hand, so... uh so I action throw action. action. Well, either you... Well, you pull out the potion, so either your javelin or the, your geese arm is on the ground. Oh, geese arm will be on the ground, potion. so I'll keep it back up into my hands. All right, dinosaur is gonna... So, um, Kyrie actually made a really good point. Two the reflex save for entangles at the start of his turn, not when oh. I cast it. Okay, well, you get it. So now he passes it. Now he passes it. But uh, thank you, Kyrie. We appreciate that. So he's going to come stampeding forward just in a straight line to you, not making any particular effort to avoid the pit. Just the current straightest line happens to kind of go a bit adjacent to it. And he is going to reach his big old neck out and snap you. And it looks like he could reach it significantly further than this, but he's interested in bringing the whole of his hugeness towards the thing that is putting sparky pins in his butt. Yep, yep, yep. Makes sense. And he is still sick in one, so he's only going to bite you for a 32. Oh, that will only normally hit me. Nice. Not the world-ending suffering we're possibly worried about. That is true. His jaws, however, are, I mean, they're real big. And they're real predatory. Uh, it's going to catch you for 26 points of piercing damage. Okay. That'll shred me up pretty nicely. So we're now conscious with a giant dinosaur snapping at Dalren above you. You may want to leave. <clears throat> I believe that I will stand up. Which I guess just puts me on the other side of the Dalren. Yeah, yeah. you just right behind him. 
How bad does Zalrun look? Just look better. <laughs> but I'm not like at death's door. Well, I, I could probably take one more hit like that. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna put some of that blood back in your body with the battle medicine. Just wake up, dinosaur eating Dalrin. Patch the wound. <laughs> Where am I, your friend? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going for the big boy heal. Ooh, we're going master. for the master heal. DC 30. Do it. I'm off by four, so here you go. Believe. Believe. Believe in Believe. the master medicine. Ah! Off by six. Not a critical uh, failure. Critical failure, but uh, getting your bearings there is not gonna not gonna help him out. Help him out. Is it one action? That is a very big bite mark, and I'm going to use my last action to run north. Just. Go. Help. 25 feet. He's falling in the pit. Alright, as you scamper away here, Resme, as he just runs away, completely unbothered by your plants, which are just kind of writhing on the ground. The rest of these, uh, Cheruka, this one's still just sort of trying to crawl slowly towards the tree line. Uh, these other two making their movement uh, significantly faster as they're staggering to get away. Um, I can't just leave Dalwyn alone out there. Um, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, so I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Plink, plink, plink. Okie dokie. So you let loose a salvo of these of, magical of, bolts. Of magical bolts. Magical bolts it is. And maybe we can keep him boomeranging back and forth between the two of us. See, the problem is, is he can boomerang and swing. That's so how boomerangs work, too. Three bolts colliding with him. Just three. I know. And that brings us to why you're rolling that movie buddy behind the building here. Okay. Um. So I've got one free hand, but I still have my I shield. I take 11 uh, Am I able to climb at all or no? You need both, free, both hands for you to climb. Okay. Uh, Unless you have combat climber. There's a feat for that. I, I, I do not. I do not. This is, I think, the only character you've ever rolled who does know, not have combat I climber. I love <laughs> combat climber. This is the only test I can just character. You didn't take it. Um, I don't feel like we're... Uh, uh, I feel like we're, we we could be on the other side of the building and be safer. So I'm going to keep moving with Esvis around the corner. Um, I drop Esvis about midway down and then keep moving to the far, far corner. Uh, staying behind cover. Okay. Kind of just watching this giant dinosaur battle in the distance. All right. <laughs> um, so this thing reaches down to bite me, and it takes a shred out. I'm going to flip that geeser up to catch it under its throat as it tries to draw away. Uh, that's, uh, it's an 18. Total? Total. Oof, yeah, 18, uh... Not gonna, not gonna. I mean, it's gonna hit something, but again, he is, he's kind of surprisingly quick, and he's massive with a thick hide, so that's just gonna graze across the, the neck and not really even cut enough to draw blood. All right, we'll try net, try one more. Uh, that's 21. 21's not gonna get him either, as he's fighting you from such a distance here that he's able to just kind of snapping in and out. Um, so then the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to circle the pit so the pit's directly between the two of us and then use the rest of my movement to back straight off. 
Alrighty. Following up uh, largely after Rur there. Yeah, so that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, uh, 10 more feet. And then giant dinosaur. Thank you. Not understand the concept of the pit. He's going to step out onto it. I'm going to give him a reflex save to realize that these little bamboo rods are not going to hold his, his gigantic weight. Uh, which with a 20... He's gonna, he's pretty mad. He's gonna stumble forth into it and these are going to collapse underneath his weight. He's gonna fall down 10 feet, which is up to like his body's level, but not gracefully. Kind of stumbling four legs first and a chest forward. He's gonna take five points of bludgeoning damage and land functionally prone as he's kind of askew in this pit. And then kind of try to right himself pull himself back up out of the pit after you guys. After Dalran specifically, it seems. But that is three actions. Rur. Well, that worked out. Could you give me a fortitude save, please? What are you doing? Blindness. Can you? Um, so what are you doing? Two action. You turn around, you say, can you give me a fortitude save? You're blind? <laughs> yeah, dinosaur no. doesn't seem to care. No, Rur's just... LARPing. You see how he goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm LARPing. No, I'm I cast going blindness to, uh, on you. I'm going to turn around, see it coming up out of the pit. I'm like, that's a problem. Maybe it can't follow us if it can't see. And I'm going to go in ahead and channel a blessing to obscure its vision. It's the opposite of a blessing, but I'll take it. Uh, fortitude save is... Cox, fortitude save is going to be a 29. He's blind until its next turn begins? So he can't, like, take reactions, I guess. He's, he's blind until he comes back around. He clearly loses sight of where he's going as he stumbles out of the pit. And, uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah, that actually doesn't make any sense. Because failure is he's blinded for a minute. You'd think he'd be blinded for one round. Oh, I mean, yep, fine until the next turn begins. There it is. I mean, and you can't get a free... I mean, it's, it's a second-level spell. It's, yeah. it's not a free... You don't get to fight for a round. A uh, third-level spell. It's still not a free. You don't get to fight for a round, save or not. Yeah, and then continue <laughs> running along the line. Scoot this way. <laughs> Many scoots. Just off the map there. Uh, and that resume, he doesn't seem to care at all about the tiny nuggets that have collided with his booty. Um... Okay, uh, well, I'm going to run past the mats. Um, no, 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 not that way, like, perfect. No, no, like, yeah, like, no, no, just toward the pit. This yeah. way? Yeah, okay. that way. North would North. be the direction that yes, would tell you. me. Sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> That's one. How, yeah. how far? Um, give me one more. All right, so right up alongside your entanglement here. And then, yeah, I'll just full move. Uh, keep going the way I'm going. Oh, all the way up to the pit. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I got a plan. All right, buddy. You're kind of watching a dinosaur chase it all around and rear around, stumble into a pit. Um, I will, from behind uh, this house, I guess I'll... Uh, can I shoot from back here? I don't know how shooting works. I've never yeah. really... Yeah, you can, you can shoot, right. yeah. I'm just going to uh, uh, bring my shield over and, like... It's actually still in the first ranging guard yeah. for the spine shield. <laughs> it's such Dang. a long wow. thing. It's, it's, it's 120 so is a really long It's distance. actually only 100. Oh, then it is in the second engine so, guard. Okay, so you're going to take okay. a minus two. Okay. 
Um, From what we've and seen. Then, uh, uh, that's terrible. Okay, let's. Uh, there's a three in the die, so we will hero point that. Okay. Ooh. Bring you down to what? Uh, one, one hero point. Rin only has one hero <gasps> point? That's impossible. That was a natural one, though. It oh. rolled into a natural one. Oof. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out how this shield works, and I, like, am trying to, like, shoot super far. So I aim it upward to get an arc, and it just goes... It just flies off in the sunset. <laughs> yeah, with, with there so is much no force, it doesn't even really drop until it starts hitting trees in the canopy yeah. there. So I, I was think. like, oh, right. <laughs> um, and then I guess I'll just try it again. I'll try it again with the... Oh, a two on the die. Okay, this is not, not, I have not figured out how to be an archer. <laughs> you shoot the building. Yeah. It's, not, oh, it's not going great. The second was, was an accidental, accidental <laughs> trigger, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Good thing nobody's around. Um, As and then see that, he won't tell. Yeah, he won't tell nothing. He's unconscious, he can't make money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, um, I don't really, uh, I didn't have many shows to do here. So uh, I'm just gonna watch. Dalren. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> or run away. <laughs> See how far away it is. Uh, oh, it's 15 feet. It's 15 feet back. Um, so let's see if I can't uh, start to. Oh no, I'm gonna. I'm not. You're okay. Yeah, there we go. I'm just zooming in a bit. It's like I don't think Buddy's going anywhere. So it's taking. Yeah, it's fine. Buddy, Buddy, have been banned from the map. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm trying to cut it away from my allies, but Rur's falling there, so let's try to lure it off into the jungle. So I'm gonna run uh, due west. <laughs> How's this zooming in going? So like all the way to the tree line. You're like that's a single move. You can uh, yeah. you can double move to get you to the tree line. Or things become difficult to rainy pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double move to the tree line. Uh, All right. And then with my last action, I'm going to uh, pull uh, another javelin. And I'm going to stay in sight, and I'm going to be shouting at it as I go, so okay. it kind of knows I'm over that way. You very much get its attention here, and you are the one that has pissed it off, so... This way, you big nerd. It is, in fact, going to double move after you. Ooh. You ran far enough that... With your, uh, with your double move and its double move, its speed is... Slightly lower than yours. You're 35, right? Yep, I'm a nimble elf. It's a uh, kind of cantering almost. Uh, it's it's actually gonna be a triple move to get up to you. All right. You're actually a little faster than it is. You just barely got the distance there. Uh, I'm going the distance. Triple move. You are going for speed. Back towards the hut. There's an opening. Run away. Alrighty, and uh, resume. It's, um, it's just following you like ah. <laughs> <laughs> too fast. Slow Get down. Get in my belly. <laughs> the longest neck Pac-Man I've ever seen. Resme is gonna oh, cast her last magic missile at this thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, magic missile is like 120 20. or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be right inside 120. It's actually. I think it's slightly 125, but okay, I don't, I don't want to count it again. So, uh, more missiles slam into this thing. Uh, it'll take 12 damage. It still really does not even, like, look bothered. I, I know, it's got it's some, like, cuts sad. open. It's been stricken by magic, which is, like, so large and bulky, it's not even close to slowing down. Like, it's it's just still in the mad. It's just angry. 
all the way around the mine, right back to the boss hut. <laughs> Buddy, yeah, just lure it back. Um. Uh, good work, Dalaran. Uh, everyone else, I feel like we should keep running this way. We'll Speaking meet up with Dalaran eventually. Good work, Slimp2345, hashtag Dalaran. Exactly. Oh, yeah. See, they points. know what's up. You um, can do it. You can 1v1. <laughs> I can 1v1 a dinosaur uh, boss. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I'll hold, I'll hold and see what Dalaran ends up doing. Okay, so Dalaran? Uh, okay, great. Um... I'm just gonna make you zoom that map back out again. I'm terribly sorry. Well, the map only goes that far, so just leading. I'm not. We're into just you are X feet away at that point. All right, that's fair enough. Um, this is difficult terrain, though, as you move through the tree line here. So start. The jungle gets dense enough that uh, from here out is double movement. Okay. Um. So uh, at this point, like, if you want to just kind of count it into narratives, we can. Like, I'm just gonna lead it off into the trees, and once we're out of sight of the mine, I'm just gonna try to lose it. I think at this point we have uh, we have we have left the what map can really cover for us here, uh, but you have established that you are a little faster than this thing, and while this you you push through this slow undergrowth, it's really shrubs and bushes, big root berms of trees and low branches that are obstructing you. Things that do not seem like they would phase a giant dinosaur at all. However, the giant dinosaur is equally hindered by the opposite. It's so large, they're just trying to squeeze and work its way through the trunks in a jungle this dense around the mining pit seems to be pretty challenging for it. You are able just barely to outpace this thing as you run. And uh, as you run, as you see Buddy, Doran, and the dinosaur disappear off into the distance. Uh, Rur making his way back to the huts and... Uh, resume. I don't know what, what are you doing. All right, buddy. Here's the plan. We light her hut on fire. She runs out screaming. You punch her a lot. I feel like we could just stand at the door and we wouldn't really have much problem. Although I think we should get it. Try and get this up first, and then he can just stand at the window in case she tries to escape. But I feel like if we just corner her in there, I don't think it'll be a problem. Okay. Uh, let me see if I take the time to deal with some of these wounds. Yeah, if we stand in outside, if I'm leaning up against the door, she's a little lady. It'd be hard for her to get out. Um. Okay. Uh, at this point, uh, Resme um will do that little thing that she does where uh her image will kind of transform a little bit, and she'll take on her brother's characteristics. And um, he'll get out his medicine kit, and he will start to treat us this, because he's actually trained in medicine. That's not, that takes well, ten, 10 minutes. minutes. It's ten minutes. Yeah, yes. it's ten minutes for a normal. So I'll Can just. Can you do anything? I'll just walk up to Esfis, slap a salve on one okay, of those good. big gashes, drop the purple dice, roll the red dice instead. Get some oh, smelling good. salts, trying yeah. to wake him up. <laughs> and we're just gonna go for the expert. This is a wake you up heal, not a oh crap heal. So. I'm not about to kill him. Don't roll that again. He's wounded. He's not wounded when he was dying three. It's not like instant dead if he goes down. There, you're fine. So you get up to 2d8 plus 10. But uh, I'm going to start moving over to the door and sit down in front of it with my back leaning up against it so that it pushes out. I didn't know it opens inward. Uh, I think it opens outward. The door swings out. Swung oh, right, out right, right, right. Yeah, the door swings outward. Okay, so I'm going to sit with my back up against it so that all of the leverage is leaning up against it. 
and hopefully uh, someone else will look around the corner. Now the yeah. other upper corner of this is kind of collapsed, and there's the window on the southern southern side where the glass is broken, where I just dove through it previously. Yep. But as you uh, just throw your weight, all your bulk, and your full plate up against the door here, you don't immediately hear anything inside, other than some gas emanating, still smoke billowing out from that corner. Udalren, as he runs through the jungle, the one disadvantage you're very much going to have against this dinosaur here is that every hundred feet you cover takes you about ten times as much effort as it takes this thing to take, like, I don't know, eight or nine steps. Right. So, ditching it entirely is not necessarily going to be quite so guaranteed of a thing. Make me an athletics check. Okay. This is a cross-country, the side that doesn't come up a whole lot for Dalren, maybe. Well, uh, Dalren is actually, he's quite well-traveled, and his uh, recent dragon barbarian investment has given him quite some good conditioning. So that's a 32. All right. With a, with a 32. Con- after cross-country a, marathon. Well, I can take yeah. to the trees if I have to. I can do this <laughs> Ekujai style. And I mean, you're still... You're still- Fairly wounded from the fight as well, both in like hit points and in literally the wounded condition. But uh, still, adrenaline's going to carry you at least a little a little further. And after a, a few hundred feet of fleeing from this thing, uh, you realize it's starting to break off. And at some point, it has uh, it seems to just give up the chase entirely and split away okay. in an entirely separate direction. Uh, but not before it comes to a full stop. And this uh, this stop, as it just hauls up, sees it putting its head down and almost rubbing its face back and forth through the mud and the dirt and the shrubbery, the same stuff that you were just having difficulty trying to pull yourself through. And I imagine, thinking no much of it, you're going to take the opportunity to just, you know, leave yes, further. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, I'm, and, uh, <laughs> pretty I'm not a dinosaur scholar. <laughs> Get away from this yeah. for the time being. So meanwhile, back at the ranch, Buddy's up against the door. Mm. You haven't heard much of anything. And uh, Rur is working to bring Esfis around. And a couple minutes passes, Rur's working. What are you, what are you doing? Um, I've got Buddy's back. I just did battle medicine. Oh, you battle medicine, right. Okay, yeah. so, so you, you quickly uh, patch Esfis up enough that he would become conscious. And are you... Did you... Is it just Buddy over at the hut, or are the I'm rest of you still him. by the infirmary? I'm sitting with my back towards the door, so, yeah, so you're in front of me. No, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm standing in front of you. Where are you two? Probably heading over. One, yeah, once once I'm picked up, just keeping a good like 30, 40 foot distance away from the shed, just in case. I'm I... just gonna look through the window. Can I see her? <laughs> you get up and you just stagger over to the broken window. <laughs> And looking through, you see her, uh, the smoke is billing out of some cask that she's placed on the ground in the corner. That's diffusing a pretty, uh, through almost a quarter of the building here and just billowing out through the wreckage and it's acrid and incredibly foul smelling. Something similar to what she dropped trying to get away from you the first time. And she's back in the corner, much where you found her before. Backed up against the, uh, the desk uh, with the chair actually pulled around <laughs> almost comically in front of her. A tiny wooden chair in between her and the door. <laughs> and she's just sitting right there clutching the staff. And she sees you come to the window. She just shoots a look over. 
narrows her eyes and sort of turns herself a bit with this the staff kind of between uh, halfway between the door and the window just hisses out in common what what do you even want it's gone give up and there's a pretty decent pool of blood on the floor underneath this kobold. She's she's very, very traumatically injured. She got uh, squeaky toyed. Yeah, she's 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 leaning on it. You realize she's using a staff to support herself. She can't really even remain upright on her own anymore. And she just looks to you. Do whatever it is you seek. It's clear I can't stop you. Leave me. Please. Well, and uh, S is going to call out. She's giving up, and he's actually going to... He's going to shoulder his bow, pull out um, his medicine kit, and show it to her. Why? I made a promise to a friend. And just if I will slowly approach if she'll let me. He climbs the window, but yeah. Yeah, climb, yeah. <laughs> climb through the window, but I mean, I'll approach if she'll let me from here. We, I mean, she does still have her staff. Keep an eye on, on that. I, I'll go to the window. All right, buddy's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my blanket the, the off. The adrenaline my... ran out. Now you're just exhausted. <laughs> I'm going to take my blanket off my back and cover yeah. Buddy. I'm leaning, leaning up against the door and I'm freaking exhausted. I cover Buddy up with a blanket, make sure he's warm, and then go over to the window to make sure she doesn't pull anything on Esvis. I suppose if everything seems peaceful, I'll get to treating the wounds here. We're all quite severely damaged. As Esvis is climbing that silly with his, you okay. tending to... Well, uh, all of us, like yeah. the, the well, kobold. And I'm going to be out of it for... He's, he's in the building. Like, are you also clawing in the window? Or? No, I can just open the front door. No, Buddy's, in front of it. Buddy's asleep I have to wake Buddy it. up to yes, heal him. Well, <laughs> true. Just gonna come over, lift up the hat, ring on the helmet. Buddy, I need you to move. It's time to heal people. All right, all right. Okay, things are moving again, guys. Okay, let's go. I wonder how Delrin's doing. He's, I mean, he's So, you get in the window. She takes one hand off of the, the staff and leans on the chair, like almost doubled over on the chair in front of her. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> None of that happened. <laughs> the second part of that's totally inaccurate. Totally <laughs> Although you're the only one that's there, so you could. Totally, totally. Why are you even here? If not to kill us? We drew the short straw. Your people invaded our home. We defended it. We have another home to protect. And we're doing that. <clears throat> You don't know anything of my people. Only of this. Which is actually why we were trying real hard to. Uh, he know, just opened the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you know, funny that, you know, that's why we were trying to, you know, talk to you in particular. I know nothing of in invasions movements with my people are no part of it 
The Cinder Claws, maybe. Narset's minions, maybe. Who is Narset? Their leader, now. But who is it? Like, they made it sound like they were far away. Dozens of miles from here are not unreachable. Far. Oh, down in that uh, fortress of sorts. You've seen it. That's why we were going around, is because of the fortress and the totems. You must have seen near everything by this point. You know of the totems, you know of their fortress. What? You seek to stop the gold? I, we, we don't even don't know what it's for. don't care about the gold. We're here because the totems were infringing on the Ekajai people, and also because we were directly attacked by Cinderclaw cultists. And she, uh, settles down, kneeling on the floor, arms folded, leaning on the chair in front of her, resting her long snout on her forearms. And she does that, and then kind of shift, uh, shift, shuffles a bit, and undoes the bracers, the van braces she has on. Dropping the scaled armor to the floor. Fully just her bare arms. As you start treating everyone here, her included, because you can treat four people, so who are you not treating? Resme? Yeah, Resme said she's fine. Yeah, A little bloody, but not terribly bad, yeah. Well, he can also treat Resme while I treat everyone. <laughs> the monkey's picking the bugs up. Yeah. <laughs> monkey's back. Um, Resme will look at her and go, Would you feel better if you had meats? <laughs> we ran into a couple of kobolds where we came meat from. Out of her pack and offer some dried meat to her. Our only experience with kobolds up to this point is that they love meat and they're very happy when you give them meat. So you look perfectly hungry. well fed here. Well, I know, but you know, being hungry never makes anyone less grumpy. I feel she like she just you turns might... away from you back to to run. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, well, I know of the Ekajai from before, before the Cinder Claws were such a force. I know of them, but you are not, well, clearly not of their, their tribe. The not even Elvin, most of you. Well, the easiest way to explain this is that we are from across the ocean and that the cinder claws used a portal this has no matter for me well, it's the reason have, we're here you have some matter for us you know as you were getting trampled by that uh, dinosaur back there you didn't call out to uh what is it the hawk was it and you know that's been a quite a problem for us and <laughs> we're kind of interested in see what uh, your connection is a desperate prayer well, it's to that god in particular, and so we'd like to know. Well, I've followed the Cinder Claws. I've, I've been of their tribe, and ours has been theirs for some time, but before Narset took over, before all of this, and the gold, and this triad. So you don't want to be part of this tribe? You want to have your own tribe back and back together again? My tribe is gone. Wow. I have nothing more of them. Again, Narset's seen to that. 
So why are you working for Narset again? Where else would I go? I have a great party here. To the Ekajai, too. Well, how about a land thousands of miles away? I've served the Cinderclaws when their leader was scale-bound and true. An aspect of divinity before Dahak and... But... This land is all I know. My people may still be somewhere. I don't know. I'd like to believe most of them escaped. Well, would you like to try to find them? Because I know... With you, who would murder all that I've known. I don't want to murder everything you've known. They're, They're the aggressors. They attacked us. Well, forgive my lack of faith. I'd hardly see fit to lead you to them if they even still breathe. We have no desire to kill you or your people. And I have no desire to speak with you. I'll accept your aid. I appreciate it as the gesture it is, but no more. So are there others that that are the pure scale folk or whatever still around? Or is is it just that one guy that's being kind of a hooligan? No. And Zurich was our leader. He was pure of scale. True. An aspect of divinity himself. And is he dead? Mm-hmm. Not no. to be like too crass or anything, but... Not that I know. Well, then why isn't he the leader anymore? Because Narset took over with her boggards. Mm. Flipped everything on its head. So? Turned the cinder claws into a weapon of war. So you're saying here... We, we could do each other solid here and we could, you know, try and uh, do with Narset and then maybe we could just kind of even things back out again and you guys could be all happy and they could be happy. And well, then... if you're enemies of Narset, then you're certainly no friends of mine, but at least. I get a real hard time reading you. Do you like Narset or don't like Narset? I'm really confused. Look, Narset was a worshiper under Zurich before. She came to him. The same as I and the same as my tribe. The worship under him. Mm-hmm. An aspect of a draconic god. His visage pure and true. Okay, I've but, got this. I'm following so far. Now keep going. Well, I don't know. I'm an alchemist. I... Gestures vaguely the table behind her. I, I do science. I... <laughs> yeah, okay, you've lost me there, but keep going. Well, I... I I've... I don't know what happened between the pair of them. Only the Narset and her boggards took control of the tribe, and everyone answers to her now. When all the Chiruka arrived, there was a struggle. Power play. Well, if Narset was no longer in the picture, through one means or another, would things go back to a more peaceful time? I don't know. Were they peaceful before? At least compared to this. We had our pieces. We enacted it. We had our lands, but fighting is nature. The struggle for power is native. But before Narset, there were not massive scale totem. Well, we things. can kind of. Narset was gifted this power. She brought the totem. She brought her ritual and her magic. She was the one who put the shield over their fortress and forbade all but her boggards and the most pure and the most devout to her personally to enter. I haven't been there since. So what are you trying to do here? What what exactly is your purpose? I tested the gold. For what? For divine purity. There's something about this gold. 
It's laced right. with arsenic. But well, beyond that, it resonates. All right, I gotta go look at this gold. You guys wanna hang here for a minute while I go check this out? Espa, you wanna come? Narset's too dumb to understand what pure this, uh, purity this has. She doesn't care. I only assess the purity of that which mind here, why which is mind here. Discard that which use, which is useless, and send any that meets the muster along with her boggards, which well, you've dealt with now. Take it down to the fortress. Have it shipped out to the Scarlet Triad in exchange for more magic and more power for Narset to do what she does. We've heard that before. I don't know anything about them. Only that they're the source of Narset's power and her new magic. You know of them? They're humans, as far as I can tell. Not from here, either. We... lost a friend to their lies. Well, I've lost a tribe. And now my family. We, we have no interest in harming people. It's just that this issue is becoming too big to resolve with just words. We didn't want to come in here and start hurting people, but with what was happening, we had little choice. I have no intention of hurting you. We'll happily leave. This is kind of gestures. Are you literally bandaging her any further, at least? But... No. It seems, though, I certainly find it hard not to hate you. We have a strange bit more in common than I expected. Just try it. You've met them. You know of them. We know of them. They're traders. Merchants, but powerful ones. They trade in secrets and rituals. I don't know where they access or what they're doing with the pure gold. But they have interest in its resonance, as I said. It it interacts with the same draconic magic that Narset now wields. It's the focus of that which she channels. She keeps some and sends some off with the triad in exchange for more secrets and more power. And truth be told, if you'll take your weapons and turn them on her, I'll tell you anything that could help. But after that, I want nothing to do with you. Fair enough. We have no intention of interfering beyond getting rid of the overall issue. We are going to kill Narset. Well, I mean, that's likely, but you know, you never know. There could be something in her. Uh, she she wants to bring back the dead. That's true, but there may my... be some kind of reason. If if not killing, imprisoning. I'm just saying there's a possibility. Regardless. she Even is if it's tiny. He, she, Narset is, sorry, has... Has it been specified? Yeah, she, 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 okay. she is our enemy. And while you appreciate our niceties and we are going to go about our, our motivations, first I want to know where and what is Zurich? You said that he is pure of scale. Is he of your people or? <laughs> we are dragonlings. There's no purity of us. We're born servants of this world. We'll take what we can. No. Zurich is a true dragon. Full-blooded. Where is he? In the fortress, as far as I know. Trapped? I don't know. I haven't been there. Look. Fair. This... Well... 
tell you the story of what family I had until now and what perhaps you can return to me if you can dethrone Narset's, but it's going to take some time. It's quite a tale. Well, we have I to. have to pee, so let's take a... <laughs> <laughs> let's take this opportunity here before we really get into what this old grandma knows and take our midstream break everybody we're alive in a, we are alive. what may be seen as an actual miracle not dino nobody is dead Somehow. we did it but we're gonna stand up stretch our legs use the bathroom we'll be back in a few minutes everybody we appreciate y'all joining us here not guaranteed so far, but welcome back, everybody. How clear is that? So you put it on your microphone? Yeah, it's super the, clear, honestly. It's, the dang it, Link. Broke, so I figured Fine, I'll do it. We have to, uh, we have to, we'll have to fix it on a later occasion. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's super visible on the stream. I love Plenty it. Put a new shock mount right there. I might just leave it there for a while. So as we left off, the old grandma, having surrendered. <laughs> Come around, kids. It's story time. It was... Not really in any state to continue fighting you. Is telling you a little bit about the Cinder Claws, which is interesting because seriously, we like we know nothing about the Cinder Claws right now. We know they're angry. We have the worship to hack. Um, we know they like the concept of incinerating things in fire. And they're friends too. And so do yeah, I. And uh, that's about what we know about them so far. So let's just sit down with this kobold. Uh, you were asking her something. And uh, she'd offered to just let her tell you everything. So, this, uh, the Cinder Claws, or whatever we are now, we have always been a small, relatively small group. Uh, or once it was a few tribes of dragonlings, of my people. Worshipping alongside Zurich, a, a god made manifest with occasional boggards and Rabosan and others of the jungle. But that had existed long before we found them. My tribe, relatively new in the last couple of, of years, who were Nomadic travelers. Like, I'm not much for storytelling. But Narset, who now leads them, has, has been there longer than us and has always been perfectly subservient, perfectly happy to worship under Zurich as we did, to behold a god given flesh to learn from him. But she met this triad, the Scarlet Triad, your people, humans, and elves not from the jungle, from, from somewhere far afield. And she found their interest with this gold. And she gestures at some of the gold on the table. It's probably the table on the floor. It's been knocked around for the fight. We don't know where she found it originally. This, this mine here, and the vein that we have mined is massive, but... Mining is not any of our expertise. 
We've only... I, I understand that it exists in clumps of some kind underground, but we've no better way to excavate it than to just dig a very large hole and take whatever turns up. We know some is found in the river, the streams, not far from here. We can find small pieces glimmering on the creek bed. Maybe she collected it there, but this triad had interest. Told her it had power, they took it, and they wanted more. And they gave her some strange magic. Now, Narset is, well, Boggards, really, have always been somewhat magically gifted. Many of them are capable of much magics. They're, they're shamans. They're spirit guides. But Narset had more. She had some mastery, some control of fire. She has some amount of that deific touch herself. Some amount of dragon. But after she met the triad, they multiplied that. She became immensely powerful. And around then the Chiruka came. The Chiruka only showed up what, a, a month ago? At, at most, maybe. Leaderless. They have been removed from their lands by the fall of their gorilla king. And their problems became ours. Narset showed them her power and her magic and they fell in behind her. They saw Zurich as nothing but an animal. Narset's doing. And now she's wrested control of the whole tribe. More of these Chirukas brought in more boggards made it that much more militant. And they've... They have done nothing but fight. And I have done nothing in the week or two since this pit began but sort through the gold for its purity, its divinity, and send the best back to her to send to the triad. It has not been... good. My tribe, my people, they left. They tried to leave. We don't know how many got away. But once the Cinder Claws were many kobold like myself, dragonlings, now I am the only one. Do you know Zerk and Sniggles? <sighs> kind of glances at you and back to Nesbos and Rares and the Nappy Idiots. Those are the names of the kobolds we found where we came from. As I said, that's our only association with kobolds that we've seen, aside from you. Don't all kobolds know each other? Well, they came through the portal! <laughs> no, Zerks and Sniggles didn't. No, they just lived They've in, been the there. in the basement the whole time. Yeah. I don't they know that. They were born there. <laughs> born of the darkness. If you are going to stand against Narset, which I would have thought impossible for a small number of warriors, but well, just kind of gestures towards the window and the bodies literally everywhere. You have slewn dozens by your own hand alone this day. Maybe you have a chance. Maybe. You know about the totems. I assume then that's why you came here. If you were already after Narset and Cinderclaw leadership, you'll need all of the totems. They power the shield around their fortress. It's part of the magic the Scarlet Triad gave her. The shield is not impermeable, but it is deadly. 
That was the last one. We we, as, we assume. We have taken out the rest. The one here in the mine was the last one we needed to leave them defenseless. Yeah, no totems. Well, maybe you stand an even greater chance than I thought. Well, they'll certainly notice. If you've seen the forgers and you've seen the shield, it's vibrant, visible for miles around. I assume if it's vanished entirely, certainly they know something is wrong and it won't be too long before more of them arrive here. But... You don't want to fight more than you need to. And you don't want to be here when they come. We know where the fortress is, then. Mm-hmm. I can, uh... ensure that the totem here is handled. If it is not fully deactivated, I had a hand in their creation, and I can certainly end it. You won't want to go in the pit. This totem is... One of the first they made. It seemed to take some days to activate fully, and this one has near opened a strange portal. It's drawn through some creatures I don't understand at all. I got rid of those. I doubt that. They're the, antith they're the antithesis of my god. I simply divined them away. He didn't even go into the pit. Nice. I have plenty of abilities and spells and blessings that would take care of such What, creatures. you think the tiny flickers of worms are the things I concern about? No, the beasts lurking in the pool. Oh, see, we didn't even get near the pool. Thing. Enormous embodiments of chaos and madness. They will be upset. They all seem to have an interest in the totem that brought them here and with it off... I don't know what they'll do. I don't know if they're still there. Oh, that's not good. Um, go look out the door. What? I want to see if they're still there. Like, just go kind of I mean, well, he here. exploded all the worms. So, like, yeah, 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 gone. I know, the but... The totem's still yeah. chilling. Just but they I put a blast a over the totem in the general area, but we have no clue what's in the water. I want to go see if what's in the water is starting to come out of the water. Don't get near the water. I'm not going to get near the water. As you look over the edge, the mining pit itself just seems barren and silent. And as you walk away, the kobold continues. If you've taken them all, then if the shield is gone, you, you should be able to enter the fortress. But as I said, only the most devoted, only the most dedicated to Narset are allowed inside now. They are strong. Some of them imbued with her magic. Some... Subjugated by it. Some brought by the triad, even. I know they brought her a pair of beasts. Strange, three-headed abominations that seem to spit in the face of divinity. Acting as it puts weak shadows. Furry and feathered and horned. You ever heard anything like that, Aeslis? Chimera. Oh, hmm. well, it's great if you have the name. That's really helpful, actually. I guess, what do I know about yeah, what chimeras? Do I uh, what actual are they? Are they animals? Is I think it's nature. I'm pretty sure they're. I, they're, I, I got nature. They are in fact, yeah, it's nature. They're beastos. What's your roll there, buddy? Nature. Thirteen. Okay. Secret check. Secret. Oh. Uh, what's yours? Uh, plus twelve. 
So you don't know. You don't know what a chimera is. And uh, you know that a chimera is a relatively rare and fairly powerful beast that's somewhat kind of akin to a manticore in that they are like big winged monstrosities. Um, but whereas manticores, manticores are kind of like a lion scorpion, a chimera has... I actually need to look at the card, I forgot. It's definitely another head, but I don't remember what it is off the top of my uh, Eagle, dragon, lion. That's not what we if go we're for. Go it adds dragon. Uh, it adds dragon onto that. So whether, like, I mean, you don't know the biology of the development and evolution of manticores and chimeras, uh, but it has the stinging tail of a scorpion, virulently poisonous, and thusly, much like a manticore, pretty much immune to any kind of poison or poison damage. Uh, it's got the head of a lion, just like a manticore, ferocious in battle, but it also has a uh, second draconic head. Uh, you would know, fortunately, that they are... It's less drag. It kind of looks draconic. That's more folklore -y. It's more of kind of a lizard. It's not going to breathe fire or anything. Uh, but that head is venomous as well. Interesting. So I'll definitely tell everybody we don't want to get near the water. No, those aren't the things that are here. Those are in their fortress. Oh. Okay. The triad brought them as gifts for everything that Narset had given to them and for the work she was doing. His pets. I assume they're still there if you haven't come across them. She didn't send them out to protect the totems. Hmm. No, she did not. Would you happen to know the layout of that fortress? Oh. The front gate's on the southern end. It's the only easy way in and out. And from inside, it's all fairly simply structured from there. It's built within the corpse of a much greater fallen god like Zurich, but ancient and large. It's bones and its spine forms most of the roof and structure of the building. It's fairly simplistic. There's a walkway that leads around the hall of the outside with access to the ramparts so we can watch out into the swamps and access to our kitchens and the far northern end in the back. Further inside is um, chambers of worship and prayer and our altar at the skull of the fallen god. If you can, having a sketch, even a loose estimation, our friend with the very large polearm would Give be... Give me an index card. <laughs> What's an index card? Um... Cause she like she had been there a bunch before, so she could definitely sketch you out half decently at the thing here. Can I get a, a look at that gold? Now that uh... Uh, yeah, you can certainly take a look at the the gold on the table. That's gold laced with arsenic. I'm gonna touch it with gloves. Is <laughs> in fact gold laced with arsenic. As you, as you know, that's already the problem. Um. So, uh, looking it over, with your uh, cantrips here detecting magic and everything, you wouldn't notice any kind of magical aura or anything innately on the gold. Uh, there are a pretty decent variety of other magical signatures in the room and around uh, the kobold's equipment. Gold. <laughs> I'm not an artist either. <laughs> 
<laughs> are we entering a giant horseshoe crab? This is kind a, of looks a like a godly horseshoe crab. It looks like a really dead football. <laughs> now don't this. be judging her drawing skills. She tried her best. Any information is helpful. Thank you. The only entrance, as I said, is at the southern side, and it leads to the outer walkways, which hold our forges, our kitchens, and our resting areas, our domiciles. And the inner areas are chapels, our altars, and our areas of worship. Underneath the skull itself was where Zurich rested. You were allowed in there, and I certainly was not one of them. Only when he graced us with his glorious appearance, allowed us to witness his visage, was I able to behold him properly. But I had no great rank. I was simply the only one capable of running an operation like this. A Trukard, near mindless animals. The Bogart's not much better most of the time. And, uh, Dolren, handsome ganker, handing you a hero point for heroically leading off the carnivorous dinosaur. Thank you, handsome ganker. And as you work your way around through the jungle and back, you would be coming back to the camp somewhere, somewhere around now. Okay. Probably been making your way back in, and I assume it would not be too terribly difficult to realize that everybody is here in this hut, as you can hear the voices. Uh, out across the fields around this mining pit here, and everything else is near. Well, I'll be, Darren. I cannot believe you. Now, I'm just really impressed, you know? <sighs> Resme will run over and, like, literally throw her arms around your neck and start mumbling about how grateful she is that <sighs> you're okay. There, 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 young students. I know, I know. It's, uh, goodness, quite a constitutional. <sighs> oh, oh, good. Everyone's, everyone's here. Oh, excellent. She saw reason. I have something for you, courtesy of her. Ah, oh, it's uh, an index card. It's a crude map, but it's somewhat of a map. Oh, that's actually the fortress. I don't know. We oh. we, we didn't mention that part, but does the fortress. fortress have a giant skull on it? It well, does. Uh, yeah, that's the boss. It actually does. Yeah. Yes. It is for inside the corpse of another larger dragon. Well, goodness, that's quite picturesque. It, it's a dragon corpse. It is a dragon corpse. Hmm. Oh boy. Well, you know. There's definitely academic interest here, then, in this fortress, aside from military, of course. Uh, we we'll must make sure we preserve the, the structure as much as possible. Uh, it wouldn't do to Burn destroy it fast. Of course not. Could, I can't imagine anything that Claus would live in full time would be flammable. She looks at you. I can tell you some more about the fortress. You've been there. You know it lies in the heart of the swamp south of the river. Um, for a mile or two around the fortress, it's deep enough that it's near impossible to go without wings or ships, or raft at the very least. At least for us, they're mostly taller. Maybe you could wade through. But I advise against it. Sweet Tooth's not very friendly. Sweet Tooth? Hmm. Creature in the moat? Indeed. We... I, I feel befriended is too strong of a word, perhaps. <laughs> but we've at least a passing armistice with a massive beast, a, a crocodile that lives in the swamps nearby. Do you just, like, th throw it a chicken bone or something and you can pass easy, or...? It feasts on the bodies of our enemies and our fallen. Oh, good. That's how you made friends? Hmm. Great. Okay, I feel like we should bring some bodies with us just in case. 
Or I could just have a nice conversation with him and see if he's reasonable. Wait, uh, you can talk to animals? Uh, shamans, the boggards, they have a way with the thing. They. Why didn't you talk to the dinosaur? Because I didn't prepare that magic, because I didn't expect to run into a dinosaur. Half of oh. their tasks back at the fortress was dealing with any of us that needed to come or go and making sure we're protected. Huh. Well, unless fish... She place. listens to them. I don't understand how or why, but it's magic of some kind. Well, Rosemay has a way with animals. Uh, if uh, it proves to be, I suppose, not very friendly, even despite Rosemay's menstruations, we could come up with some other alternatives. Uh, a boat, perhaps, uh, would get us across and not expose us too terribly. Or we could just fly across. Well, we can't all fly across. Well, you can ride on my back. I don't One glide at a time. very well. If you hollowed out a log large enough to ferry, the five of you, Sweet Tooth, could fit it in her mouth and use it as a toothpick. Uh. The boat will get you two of the fort, at least, until you get her attention. Uh, stealthy <laughs> approach, perhaps. We can't just pacify the crocodile. We have multiple means. True, but we'll need every resource we have available for clearing the fortress. Um, and and Nasset keeps her most trusted boggards there. And they know you're coming. They'll spur the beast against you, certainly. Mm. It knows them. We may want to see, uh, well, we can discuss, we can discuss tactics later. Um, I'm assuming we have, uh, you're being cooperative, you're being quite cooperative now, which we appreciate. Uh, I'm assuming it's because of some mutual interest and not simply because you're a prisoner of war. You're being a bit too forthcoming for that. I want to see Narset dead. Ah, well, certainly we can arrange that. The enemy commander, correct? Yes. You know, it's surprising how many friends we make by killing the enemies of our new friends. Well, the funny thing about Cinder Claws is they've made themselves no short list of enemies in their recent activities. Even some of their own, apparently. Huh. I wouldn't define you as their own, as you've said. I'm a Cinder Claw. I have been for years. My loyalty to Zurich is unwavering. Narset and her machinations less so. This Zurich, is he still around? I don't know. Ah, I well, see. We can assume so. Well, if we come across him, uh, then perhaps we may find an ally in him. <clears throat> what else was giving off a magical signature in the room? Uh, do you have detect magic or read aura? Uh, I have detect magic. The room is I have the read aura. Yeah, you, you're working on your medicine. So this point you would have, uh, it's been 10 minutes, you would have yeah. been able to heal everyone up a decent amount. You've started restoring some health to people. I am not familiar with kobold physiology, so that's why I'm doing a master. Okay. Master medicine check. We're going to see if oh. I can scrape some scales off. I wasn't going to super. I mean, if you want to go, I wasn't going to super make you roll it because it's like not pressure at the moment. No. We're kind of past that point. Like you're just I, healing I want people. to. Okay. Oh my God, you're going to kill her. Oh, perfect. Exact lethal. That's a 30. <laughs> Don't use that word when we're healing! <laughs> 2d8 plus 30 health. I have one, one more thing I must tell you of vital importance. It's... Oh, everyone but Dora so, and Resme here. 38. 38 health. Uh, including the kobolds, which seems to, she seems to be possibly more of a hardy creature than Dolren even. As uh, that... <laughs> That just kind of starts to help her, but she's still pretty gravely injured. So, uh, she would reach can, down can and I take one the... Of those potions? Oh, yes, goodness gracious, we really should divvy these up. I know it's more convenient to carry them in the magic sack, Well, I, but... I have one, but... 
Uh, we have... I can't carry that much. Well, here. She we kind of reaches back out of the table left. with her clawed hand, grabs a, a trio of bottles. Here. Oh, why, thank you. I'll take one. I'll look at the tag that she's. No, she does not label. Not poison. She, uh, she, made, uh, she made them herself. Here's her. Elixirs of life, lesser and crafted them. Yeah, honestly, if you're gonna give me back what's left of my life. Take anything you need. What is the? Uh, lesser three six three. plus six. Oh, okay. okay. It is. Swig one of those down. Why does this one have a llama on it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she grabs another. Did you just drink it? Yeah, I just drank one. Okay. <laughs> she uh, she grabs another. I'm down 27 hit points. Kind of reaching <laughs> over to the desk, but pair of <laughs> very tiny little files, uh, maybe an inch and a half tall, and not even stoppered so much. It's just with a bit of a wax seal over the over the top of them that uh, lips over the edges so it can be peeled off. <laughs> this would be a beautiful irony if brought against Narset. I can't guarantee they work, but a lot of what I've done with my life is to attempt to distill that essence, that divinity, the pride that Zurich carries into something tangible. It's hmm. a dragon potion. And these potion will let you, dragons. They will let you breathe ice as hmm. if you were a lesser of their kin. Fascinating. They are. Well done. Where is it? Young white dragon's breath potions. There's three of them? Two. Two of them. Maybe nice. three lesser elixirs of life and two young white dragon's breath potions. Master Dolren, you can actually like do the dragon thing now. I can I I am I am reached a sufficient enlightenment to already do the dragon thing. Well maybe I can do the dragon thing. Maybe you can do the dragon thing. Ooh. Don't drink it now. Okay. I would not be so bold as to believe I could take any amount of the Zurich's purity and distill it, so I make no attempt to follow in his scale and forge my own. For the best, actually. Uh, most of the most of the Boggarts and Chiruka seem immune to fire if the priests are pre present. Zurich's power is no fire. That's not our sets. Zurich is lightning. He's a blue scale. Is he now? Oh, no. <sighs> this is going to be this a long couple of days. I'm smiling, not her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited right, for the concept fair, of this situation. Oh boy. <laughs> to be fair, she is also blue scale. Hey. Yeah, but she's cobalt. Yeah. Yeah, different. Beneath but, uh, contempt. <laughs> have a few others, perhaps, that are of some assistance. This staff. I uh, might as well read our the things in the room because I can do up to ten objects. Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, she's, she's basically handing you the things that are magical. She's giving okay. you everything that will give you any chance of, like, okay. ousting their set. This staff is one that I took. A trophy from a tribe conquered. It was theirs. But it bears power. Great mastery of fire. It's extraordinarily difficult to use, but the shamans had little trouble and. Given years of study, I unlocked it eventually. But it's a great tool of fire. Greater, even. And it's a greater staff of fire. I like fire. And that is a 
as a fire staff that will give you a whole bunch of fun, basically all of the fire themed spells you can imagine up to third level. It can eat, that's how she needed a fireball. This is that the Saren Ray staff. That's totally this the Saren Ray staff. Yeah, it's that's to throw out Saren Ray's. <laughs> With a smoldering skull on top of it. Well, it's got all the same stuff that Saren Ray would give you if you worshipped her. Pretty much, yeah. It actually does give you all the uh, the fire domain stuff that you would get from here. It exactly is, is exactly what it is. Fair enough. And, uh... uh what else could possibly be of value here? Uh... I'd, I'd take some ale if you had any. <laughs> I don't suppose... We don't sully ourselves as such. I don't suppose oh. you could, um... You could depoison <laughs> some of this gold that you weren't planning on sending off. Uh, well, I don't think she's going to be sending off any more of it. Uh, we'll take it off your hands, and uh, we can handle the... We can handle the cleansing. This is a talisman. And uh, she holds up what appears to be an actual shrunken humanoid head but strange looking almost reptilian skin not scaled but taut stretched bright orange with some white stripes under the eyes and across the cheeks hmm. another trophy from a tribe defeated but it has some power within and I've not been able to determine if it's useful in battle I'll take you. a look at it I'll go on ahead and Hold on to that as well. I got a well, stick and I, I got. Can I, can, I, can I take a look at it at least? Are you okay with her? Can I just look at looking it? Looking at this? Well, I had it to the simpleton. You have much better mastery of magic from what I've seen. <laughs> I'm going to light you on fire. <laughs> She's quick at identifying things. She can light you on glance fire. At stuff. Do as you will. It's a trophy to me and perhaps a useful tool against our set. Be less useful if you want fire. Beyond that, here's something the Boggards had put together for us. I imagine they'd planned us using it in defense of the mine here, but oh, maybe it's even more useful. What's your roll in there, buddy? Oh, that's it's right. a secret, secret check. check. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. And, I get really uh, excited when I get to identify something and actually roll. <laughs> she would pull up another strange little kit here. Well, it looks like a strange, very delicate a fixture of tensed branches and sticks, some sharpened to points and some weighted uh, with little bits of stone on their backside. The idiots armed it. And I assume you could probably just poke it and set it off safely, but careful with this. And she pulls it off in the other corner where it's kind of sitting back in the corner on top of a box. But it should supposedly be a, a fairly safe snare. One that would be massively, massively more deadly when it appears. And I'll For all the boggards gently take may this. lack a surprisingly skilled craftsman. How do I... How do I set this? Just place it somewhere? Oh. I imagine you have difficulty transporting it without well, setting it at least once. You'll need someone with some skill to be able to set the thing. Looks at us, Liz. Take that outside before you detonate it. Let's get to see what it does. And with that, there's not much more I have other than basic alchemical tools and reagents. I don't think I have time really to craft you anything before Narset's minions are certain to arrive seeking what's happened. 
Uh, what will uh, you do then? Uh, vanish into the jungle somewhere? By yourself and without any gear that you've given us, you won't stand much of a chance. I have plenty. She kind of pats her bandoliers and belts and what she has. Still oh, a well armed alchemist. I have my bow and my talons. I've seen many years, regardless. I'll watch from the wings, and perhaps if the Cinder Claws can be restored to something worth following, you can fall back. Hopefully, with Narset gone, if Zurich still lives, I can at least return to some facsimile of what I had. Without my tribe or my family, at least with my god. Hmm. Now. I don't know if there's much else. Oh, she still seems really, like, pretty exhausted. Desperately injured here. Oh. I don't know if there's much else I can tell or give you. It won't be of aid. You may search some of those you've defeated. The Charuka that were here, some of them. They are strong. Brutes, certainly, but strong ones. Their weapons, certainly laced with some kind of magic. Those that bear the tridents and the gilded badges. They may have things of value to you. And have to get rid of that totem. I'll make sure the totem's deactivated. I certainly don't want to any obstacle stand between you and my vengeance even if I can't be there to see it enacted can't or won't whichever the case may be oh very well uh, you certainly have every interest uh, in keeping that from happening so we'll we'll leave you to it I can always come back and shrink it and destroy it later well I suspect that uh, the cult may take it back into custody but it won't do them any good they won't be able to reactivate it before we storm the fortress uh, we should probably withdraw uh, search the Search the corpses for any useful information or salvage, and uh, probably get back to a safe distance uh, once we camp for the night. I'm feeling uh, that dinosaur had some quite large teeth. Yeah, is there any way of, uh, for us to uh, kind of hide where we're going so that we can set up camp fairly uh, secret-like, all sneaky-beaky? I suppose as we're not actively uh, trying to sneak past an army anymore, Espa should be more than capable. Yeah, um, I'll go take a look and get what's on the bodies. No, I'll come with you. Um, we did leave the wounded alone. The, the dinosaur decided not to be so gentle with them, but there are still some of them scattered in the nearby forest, if that matters. I was the desperate and, and foolish to release it as a tool of vengeance. Oh, the boggards, I had no hope of controlling the beast. Did you huh. slay it alone? So late, certainly not. It's just an animal. Uh, I uh, got its, I beat it up enough to get its attention and then let it off into the woods. Uh, it seemed to lose interest in me relatively quickly. Oh boy, maybe we should let the Echo Jai know that, though. What? It's a dinosaur. There's plenty of them out there already. Really? Those beasts aren't as rare as you might want to believe throughout the jungle. They lurk in the rivers and the lakes. That's interesting. There's also that uh, stone statue we left wandering around just outside their place, so we just uh, skip that over. You don't go north for a while. Yeah, don't go that way. It's quite far north, though. At least three Don't go journey. straight north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, north is bad. I'm gathering what I can, and I'll be headed out from here. 
Hopefully within a day or two if I've recovered. Well, you're still kind of treating I'm treating you here. These injuries are dire, but you're skilled. Your hands near as magic. I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. Raised by a clergy of healers and clerics. Well, there isn't that much light left. He certainly put us together enough times. Hmm. What will you do? Well, Strike out immediately to find them? First, we know where they are. There's no need. Uh, we'll probably... Uh, sleep. Uh, yes, yeah, so re- retreat to a ourselves. safe place. Uh, sleep, recover. Uh, and then we'll move on at a reasonable pace. But uh, before the week is out, uh, that fortress will be cleared. The Boggards use animals to send messages. I don't know if there are any patrols nearby, but they could be alerted within hours that the shield has fallen. I wouldn't stay here. I reckon What's... to the northeast, perhaps? Gather up the yeah. tools of the fallen. Anything that may look of interest or value, take it. Don't let them reclaim it to use it against you. Of course. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help with the dinosaur. Ah, you were spectacular. Nothing to worry about. Agreed. What is I... our total tally of new cinder claw? Uh, I don't know, like forty. Badges. Like <laughs> how many? How many did we get? Ask Mr. Trophy Boy over here. I'm totally picking them up. Well, I mean, I haven't actually I mean, scavenged anything from this battlefield, I've, so a lot of them are on fire. Most and of for them, that, I apologize. Uh, all the miners and most of the slave workers wouldn't have had any, but all the large Taruka would have. So there's six there, six from the the Boggard casters. Casters. So you probably got twelve. Twelve. Realistically, okay. were any of them twelve gold of the higher ones? ranking any badges? Yeah, all the gilded ones. They wouldn't be full gold, but the. Uh, not the fully gold ones, but the painted ones. Okay. I guess we'll grab the tridents, too. And you would also be able to collect six plus one striking tridents from the uh, greater Taruka warriors Brilliant. that you have fought against. Any... So, and we'll grab the gold without touching it. Uh, yeah, we have a bag specifically for the arsenic gold. With your identification, you will be able to tell the tiny shrunken head that the kobold had given you is a talisman indeed and a talisman that you would affix to armor uh, that you would be able to activate whenever you activated an intimidate check uh, to coerce or demoralize a foe. Ooh. And displaying the trophy would allow you to demoralize two foes with one check. Buddy, we're, this is all We're just going to tape that right, right on, on over buddy's here. You want armor. a shrunken, disembodied head? Sure, that's great. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to represent. Buddy's always wanted to get a hat in life. When Buddy's not looking, just put it in the hat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. Carefully detonating the snare, uh, Esvis or anyone really, it would be a crafting check to determine what power this thing has. Oh, I better not then. It's not magical at all. It's just an incredibly intricate and well-worked. As as it's set off, as the thing is touched, it's pretty large, a couple, almost like two or three feet across. The thing shoots up, stakes javelins and stones swinging through in a massive skewering frenzy as it snaps flipping over itself and end up near upside down um, from what it was originally. Huh. Let me a crafting check. Like a reverse bear trap? Uh, that's kind of going to be a 25. A 25, you'd be able to identify this as a, a well, relatively, a, an exceptionally well-made snare that would be quite valuable, uh, but it's phenomenally deadly. 
with the incredible tensile strength it's got behind those stakes and just how large the shredding fangs and claws of the thing are. Uh, it would only it'd be a single five-foot square, and you'd have to arm it there initially, which is difficult to do. Uh, but that would do a mixture of piercing and bludgeoning damage uh, around 9d8 hmm. total. An incredibly deadly trap. But if it were to actually connect with something, it would be hitting so hard that it would be destroyed in the process. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. Ah, well, we can uh, perhaps see if there's uh, an opportunity during our infiltration. Um, uh, did the Sounds Churuka... like there's a lot of really uh, spooky beasts. I don't know if we caught you up on that, but it, it, it'll definitely come in handy. What, what yeah. will this? Yes. Yeah. Ah. Well, that's certainly. And it's so. like a, it's like a one-minute activity to set a snare, so it's not like a, you can throw it on the ground mid-combat kind of thing. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's a, like a crafting process. You technically need a feat for it, but I'm going I think it, the you feat need is just snare to crafting them. to set it too. I'm not sure. I'm gonna let you guys do it regardless. Okay. But uh, I'm on. I think <clears throat> raw. You need the feat to even set it. Really? But I'm not. I'm not positive. Well, you don't need a chemical crafting to drink stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just crafting them. I guess. Yeah, because I feel like to set it, it's just like you press a button. Like, you're doing it either way. Yeah. Right, I'm letting you do it either way. Okay. So as you collect the weapons of the fallen here and end up with quite a large amount of useful things. Uh, heading back out, uh, out, out of this mine shaft somewhere. This is going to be the first time in all of my time ever experiencing Pathfinder that a player character has used snares. A, a trap. Yep. <laughs> Pathfinder version two snares. They've got like a whole. They're really now. yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty. Well, they did in first edition yeah. too, but no one ever used it. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> so uh, as you head back out. Leaving fairly late in the afternoon with evening and dusk coming soon. Uh, you would meet back up with Rinali and Valia who'd been watching the main road and Is there any way that, that it, like as we're leaving the place, like the first, I don't know, hundred yards we could cover our tracks? Uh mm -hmm. it's absolutely a thing you can do as your exploration action is to cover your tracks. Yeah, we can do I that. Think just that uh, we maybe we can throw them off a little bit where the direction we're heading. So we'll all just cover our tracks. Yeah, everybody making sure that you're either dragging something behind you or you're shuffling your feet yeah. around awkwardly. Trying Espus to... and I can help them. Except just I think Espus, because you know he tracks not natively, don't you? Anymore? I have trackless step, yeah. I don't so yeah, know. so what are you, everyone you else is covering help, their tracks. You can tracks. help me out. Yeah, I'm what are you doing? Um, <laughs> Car wheeling. <laughs> Whee! Look <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I can do. I will, I will specifically help Buddy <laughs> cover his tracks. You just see like dragged feet marks. It's like this one looks like someone was dragging their feet as they walked. Surfishly cast Tanglefoot at Buddy every three. You minutes. would have had plenty of time before you headed out for Rur to bring everybody back up to uh, to full health. Oh, with oh good. I, can, I can heal you every yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, because you can just continue working. You know, you spent a couple of hours in the camp. Uh, those of you who are feeling better, uh, going around and collecting. I mean, you can keep those little condition counters thing. Just keep those because oh, yeah, there's enough for everybody. So just keep those with you, uh, which would remove everybody's wounded condition. Oh, it's the sign of a fight that went good. Yeah. <laughs> get all four wounded cards back. Everything's going great. Sunshine, lollipops. So you'd be back up with Valia and Rinali further down the road, where they were ensuring that if reinforcements were going to arrive or something just horribly poorly timed was going to take place, at least you would know about it. And you would, uh, I mean, at this point... I imagine Dalren just has a massive, like, makeshift quiver of tridents, like, across his back. I have seven of them. Seven tridents. <laughs> and, uh, 
Uh, just the, They're kind of heavy, carrier. actually. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I need imagine. to like probably you put them in the magic sack. We have to split them up. Yeah, well, it, I would is, imagine it is getting to the point them. where you you guys are, I believe, probably starting to get in encumbered, danger of being yeah. actually encumbered just because of how many of these magical weapons you guys are carrying around. And our magic sack is actually full. Your magic sack is completely full of money. It actually would probably not be a bad idea to just pull these runes out of here. I have a blank runestone to just get them off the tridents. We I need a blank just... runestone per rune. Yeah, we could uh, just have Renali and Valia carry the tridents for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Valia could be useful. <laughs> carry just... our bags. We're trying to keep... <laughs> Very powerful weapons out of the hands of the Cinder Claws, but there's a lot of them, so it would help us. This conversation happens before you meet up with Renali and Vanya. Be useful, yeah. says the barbarian to the rogue that did 50 damage in one shot to one of those vampire things that we fought. I, mean, I think he was on the other side of the uh, camp. He didn't say, I didn't see it. Also, <laughs> she's a jerk, so it doesn't count. She's not a jerk. She's, she's just a, up. She's uptight. She's a jerk. There's a difference. So when you do... Meet back up with Finale and Valia, hauling all of this stuff with you. Here you go, like 37 tridents. Well, I kind of stand up and <laughs> just like hand a huge bundle of tridents out to her. What are these? Spoils of war. We want to so, make sure that they don't end up back in the hands of any cinder claws, but there's a lot. You fought of them. them all? Oh, yeah. And a dinosaur. Well, the dinosaur, thankfully, we managed to uh, get it away without having to kill it. Uh, that we had heard. I wasn't sure exactly what it was rampaging through the forest nearby, but... <laughs> that would be a dinosaur. I would imagine they're a solid, like, seven, eight hundred feet away on yeah, the main road. Yeah, probably still heard it. In the distance, they just hear <laughs> thump, thump, thump. Crashing thump, things and trees just, just rumble through <laughs> everything. And uh, we disabled the last... <laughs> just the last you run past. <laughs> we... We were discussing... It was near nightfall. We were... Soon to come looking. We had... Well, I, did, I didn't know what had happened, but... Well, taking out an army takes them a all. So, all that they were there, yes, indeed. It wasn't very glamorous. Nope. Uh, it was quite grueling, actually. Yeah, bit close. But a crippling blow dealt nonetheless. It was. Kind of feel bad about it, though. Why? Like They are cinder claws. Because I lit them all on fire and they, watched them die. They would do the same to us in a single beat of the heart. Yeah, doesn't mean I don't have to feel bad about it. I don't want to run around. I'm not an angel of death. I'd prefer to have made friends with them and gotten them on our side, but that didn't look like it was going to happen. Well, so. let's see. Some of them seemed reason, seemed to see reason. Certainly the wounded didn't. At least we didn't uh, kill didn't. the little old lady. Uh, the wounded didn't try to fight back, and the, the, the one uh, Cinderclaw... Uh, seemed willing to help us on our quest against uh, her, uh, well, alleged compatriots. As far as I see it, there's certainly no shame in morality. Uh, some would argue that it's often a virtue and perhaps even a weakness. It does make things a bit it's, difficult at times. But it's what guides us. It's important. It's, uh, it's important to have a, a personal code. Uh, it adds structure to your life, and it, uh, you, it allows you to orient yourself as you move through. Exactly that, Master Doran. Without any sort of a personal code, what do you even hold yourself to? Uh, Without that, civilization itself could hardly stand. This is one of the most base tenets of Abadar. There has to be more than the eternal rule of power. And just because something must be done, whether it is for the good or otherwise, does not preclude you from feeling ill about the act after the fact. But from what we've all seen of these Taruka and Nali is... Told me in our travels. Everything you did 
necessary. I don't know, though. I thought as I got more powerful and I learned more about what I could do, it would make me feel stronger or better or they somehow. They are evil, Resme. The, the Leopard Clan will sing songs of your victory for generations to come. But it just makes me feel alone. Well, you're not alone. Uh, certainly, though, you are head and shoulders above uh, that army we just uh, put down uh, and scattered. Uh, but uh, let uh, the Yakujai sing their songs. Uh, just keep your head about it. Okay. After all, your dragon soul has to be strong. You have to be above these things. Okay, I can try. I'm, I'm not as old as you, though. It doesn't... It doesn't seem so distant to me like it does to you. It feels raw. Oh, we should. We should move from the road. I, the Cinderclaws have found us before, not too long after assailing totems, and it is possible they will do again. We don't want to be on the main path. Uh, indeed, and we'll want to avoid previous totem sites. I'm sure they're uh, uh, still investigating as to where they all went. Um, I suppose we mentioned it in passing with the Ekujai, but uh, once the blindness field was down, it would be quite useful to have them uh, aid us in the assault of the, of the fortress if they were interested. Uh, certainly, I know uh, Gelinor would probably relish the chance. Do we head back to Ockerville then? Uh, or? It's too much time. I don't think we can spare the trip there and Could back. Could you perhaps <clears throat> carry a message back? I could send Severin. We could. I do have magics that can reach people. It only works in their dreams, though. Uh, I work. could also what send now? my talking bird to go talk to them. Perhaps Mine having, would be immediate, though. Perhaps having Sever and having a clear line of communication would be the would be the best course of action. Plus, if the Cinder Claws are going to be so agitated that they begin to send out patrols, that means less waiting for us at the fortress. Just so. That's that true. Good. I. I want to stay. I want to know when the Cinderclaws fall, when they are done. I think you've earned that. Very well. I have earned nothing, but... On the contrary, we could have never done this without you. You've kept us alive. That's not nothing. That's and... far from nothing. And you are a friend. You deserve that much. Your assistance has been invaluable. Please don't sell yourself short. No one deserves this more than you. My people deserve knowing that a peace has come from whatever source it is. They would be proud of you. You've done their legacy proud. And yet there is more we must do. We oh, travel yes. in the morning then, but for now we leave the road. We will make a camp, we'll rest. If the totems are gone, then do you think we can strike at their heart? Almost assuredly. The little old to. lady seemed to think so. There is apparently a very large crocodile in the swamps that they keep as a sort of pet. More of a guard, really. I'm going to try to talk some sense into him. I feel like we should bring meat and like other things to kind of like make it happy. I don't know if he's as big as that cobalt <gasps> I have a fantastic idea for a certain large chunk of shrunken meat. This is you're going to drop a beta on him? You and I just looked at each other yes! and knew exactly what we're going to do. 
That would be quite an offering. I'd be you to have a solution him. to this problem. Certainly. And we've yeah. already cut it into three pieces. <laughs> yeah. We so we don't even have to lose yeah, you the yeah. entire thing. Just toss out the tail. We must... We must act fast. <laughs> Agreed. Do not want to allow the Sinterklaas any more time than we must to restructure and prepare themselves. But I really need to take a nap. Well, of course. Of course. Of course. We can set up camp then. Rinaldi Espes, I believe that's our area of expertise. Of course, I can help, but I can't help but feel that I don't really make anything better. This jungle exploration is so beyond out of my elements. I, I apologize if anyone here should be apologizing. I feel I've been a burden, if anything. You're pretty good in a fight. And we've learned quite a lot from you. So, as Dalren has said before, don't sell yourself short. When she's present says for them. nothing. <laughs> when she's present for them. <laughs> so the group of you head out. Who wants to do uh, camping? Uh, I was going to assist uh, Renali if she's going to be taking the lead. She's been, uh, oh, yeah, she's 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 not, she's not, she didn't have time to spin herself. Okay. She was watching the road, but she can roll, She can make the survival check for sure. Um, can I also assist? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to assist One her. person. Yeah. I feel like you can both assist. I don't care at this point. Uh, she got an at 20, so... Like, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Rinaldi lives here, so, I mean, like, it's not even a problem. You guys are good to go. Uh, that's, you know, as it should be, as is, I suppose, fitting for the world here. Uh, Rinaldi's able to put you together a very, very well-protected and hidden <laughs> camp, ensuring that... Sorry. They asked the question. I have to answer. What have you done? <laughs> Somebody asked. I asked about the eating the shrunk. I tried. I tried. I tried <laughs> to be as vague as possible while asking Jason Bowman directly <laughs> if you would poop an entire mountain after you ate the But I was too vague, and the man has decades of tabletop wisdom behind him, and he saw that bait and would not touch it with ten foot pole. Can we please so, just table rule it that you poop out? We didn't get it. We didn't get an official Paizo ruling on consuming a shrunk item pile of giant. We're we're adults. We're adults here. We're not. Why does it always keep coming? It always comes back to the pita poop. One hundred percent of the time, it goes back. It's classic, man. It's classic. It's solid gold. It's our meme, and we're not. We're not. It's not going anywhere. So. With your camp prepared, <laughs> the group of you back out, uh, whoopsies, well into the jungle here. That's Volia's face, but gigantic. Um, the group of you Would it back count out into the. As biological warfare? <laughs> if we fed. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, we're camping. You camp. You rest. We're camping. Woo. I mark oh a day God. off the calendar. I mark 10 days off my life. <laughs> And you awaken the next morning. How do sticks work? Fresh and fit. You and hit sticks. things with them. Like yeah, staves? Yeah. Uh, basically, with a stave, you can invest it as one of your items in the morning, and you can invest 10 items. So we are we're starting to accrue some magical items. I don't think anyone's anywhere near the point where you have to worry no. about investing, because investing really only exists so that you can't have 90 different staves you just switch between in combat. I think this is my... It's just well, I like, got a wand. It's a stupid idiot limiter. I don't think it's really a yeah. thing we're going to run into in normal three. gameplay. It is a limiter that 100% of players would have, would overthrow if they had a chance to, though. So, uh, in the morning when you prepare, let's read your highest level spells fourth at this point. Yes. So the, the staff gets four charges. Okay. Automatically. You don't have to spend your own spells anymore. It has four charges. Wow. Um, you can then cast any spells off of the staff's spell list, consuming a number of charges equal to the spell level. 
So it's like a little bit better one because you can use it to eat burning hands four times or you can use it to throw a fireball and it's only got one charge left. You can. <laughs> can I throw a fourth level fireball? Um, I don't think you can use it to upscale the things that you're casting out of it. I think it has what it has. Because like, it lists... I'm dead. It lists specifically that a greater staff of fire has third level burning hands in it. So I think it has first and third. It has whatever okay. it has. So you can upscale it. And also there's a bunch of cantrips. So you can use it infinitely to just eat, produce flames and stuff. But they are cantrip produced flames. I don't know if they scale. I haven't looked super far into that yet. Well, I know I'm we preparing to the I, I have divine lance. I don't want yeah, to see We can inspect the minutiae of the stave rolls at a later occasion. Thank you, Arcadis, for killing half of my table. <laughs> What's the plan for today, friends? Uh, apparently, we violate the Geneva Convention. Uh, well, I'm going to sacrifice a third level spell slot. And you can sacrifice. You can, Pathfinder 1, you can sacrifice your own spells to put more charges in the staff. Throw your garbage at me. And I'm going to use dream message when we uh, finish preparing in the morning to let Renavo know exactly what's been going on and that all the totems are down. So Renavo's going to have a very strange dream yes, tonight. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to appear in his dream. Hey, everything's good. Come on. Hey, hey. Says the dream, pay attention. We've dealt with all the totems. Can you guys come out here and help us now? <laughs> so he's going to get the pay recap video attention. for this He's going to get the session. recap video for this <laughs> Look at what it does. He's going to have a very, very strange dream. Yeah, it is exactly the recap video for this particular session. Renavo should be confusedly <laughs> narrating it. That's obviously what I'm doing. I was going to have the old grandma. I'd been holding her. She hadn't narrated one because I was holding for you getting to talk to her or her dying and missing the opportunity. But a uh, really confused Renavo narrating is, ooh, it's tempting. All right. Uh, with that that's spell. Only for, that's for tonight when he sleeps. Tonight he'll get that when he sleeps. Yeah. Unless he has slept in Unless particularly slept in. late. Yeah. You guys I mean, are getting up pretty early to do adventuring. It's several days' journey. Yeah, it's several days' journey to the west, so the sun hasn't gotten quite that far yet. <laughs> so maybe. Right. So after your, with your hour of preparations, Jarpa needs another ten minutes, or Rooney's another ten minutes to perform this ritual and send a, a dream message off to Renavo. Just letting then, him know that everything is clear and we're about to perform the assault in a couple days. Obviously, going over the exact timing with you guys to transfer the message. That way, we can kind of coordinate a little bit and have them come out and assist us. Perfect. Imagine you guys spend the day moving. Yes. I'm um, actually not going to use the travel spells for the time being because we don't want to get there immediately. You want to give the AKJ some time possibly yeah. to contact you <clears throat> and help out. So traveling a uh, single hex this day, making your way through the jungle, back down this tributary that feeds the greater river to the south. You journey through the, uh, through the jungle and through most of the morning and the afternoon, not really finding much of anything of particular value or danger, fortunately. Uh, everything seems to be at least well safe enough for now. You don't run head first into any Cinderclaw patrols immediately, which would, is certainly a positive. But sometime in the mid-afternoon, about probably, we'll say it'd be about two or three o'clock, you would find what well, looks wait. like an incredibly odd, peculiar sight. You see 
Uh, what almost looks like a traveler's wagon. Sort of high-centered up on some roots. Almost kind of wedged. Are you kidding me? Between right the trunks. Now? Is it possible? <laughs> this can it mad be? lad. <laughs> if this guy shows up. And as here... you guys approach, there's a man standing there, scratching the back of his head. Dark hair, well slicked back. <laughs> as the Grivia come, he hears he finally hears he approach and he turns around. Oh! Oh! Fantastic! Buddy! Friends! My favorite customers! What a coincidence finding you here in the middle of nowhere! South Sartot, South Sarporium! Are you a star? What are you guys doing in Mwangi? Uh, what are you, are you doing, doing in Mwangi? How are you gestures in Gestures vaguely to his wagon and doesn't answer that question any further. Have you had any other customers while you were here? Oh, well, uh, hold on, I got this one. It was Dalren, Buddy Dalren. Uh, it's yes. been some time, honestly. He remembered what he called me. It's been some time. Uh, ever since I had left out of Breach Hill, uh, took a stop in Absalom, made the way over to the city, the center of the world, all kinds of good things. Picked up some new swords, sold some new swords, made some new good friends, contacts, acquaintances, other merchants. Then made my way down here, just had a sort of a, I don't know, calling, I suppose you could get it. Traveled through Syrian, didn't find a whole lot there. The Syrians take their swords very, very seriously. Have I told you guys that? I'm from there. You're the weirdest fairy godmother ever. Well, I don't quite know what to make of that one, buddy, resume, friend. Now, uh, good news, though. You're coming at a fantastic time, as it has been a bit of a, well, you could say a lull in my salesmanship here in the jungle, as it turns out that there's not as many people here to sell swords to as I was really thinking. What's Most worse? of those that I do find don't seem to be big fans of swords. Seem to be confused about what a sword is. They also don't seem to have very much cash here, either, we found. A bit of you, a difficulty. You know, Dalren, buddy, it's an interesting thing you bring up there. You're right. Everyone that I've encountered here doesn't seem to really understand the concept of a coin. And half the time, I, you know, even show them just as a basic example, and they look at me like I've grown a second and possibly even a third head. Can you believe that? Ridiculous. People thinking I'm crazy. Mm. What's all, the only thing that's crazy here is the deals I've got on these new swords. So it's kind of hard to get in my wagon right now. So good news. And uh, he slings off a pack that he's got. Traveling's been going pretty hard here. So, well, I got a decent amount down in here. Can't really access the full wagon right now as it's, uh, well, occupied. I'll get that one figured out later. Can always make some time for my best, my favorite customers. And uh, opens up the pack and just starts pulling stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. we happen to have a, a lot of, of cash that's taking up a lot of room. And that also we really a lot need to... of uh, weapons that we, we don't really Absolutely. Need. Well, now, now, boy, Sal, do I have a deal for you. You see, recently I came across a pair of small sword handling gloves. Sword handling gloves. Well, oh, gloves could function to be sword handling gloves, but I'm gonna do a duelist up in Taldor one time and told me there was a real specific variety of these uh, sword gloves. They give me a whole litany of the up and down, left, right, and center about different kinds of gloves, different kind of duelists. Looked a whole lot like you, kind of, in points of value. <laughs> She's just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to explain this so, one to her. Bernali's just. <laughs> I'm just watching literally slackjaw of whatever is happening here. And I got good news for you, buddy. Aspis, buddy. Right. Burr. And he uh, digs in there and pulls out what just looks like a handful of rocks that he found just at the side of a river or something. And uh, this little fistful of rocks, he lays them down on a sheet of dark burgundy burlap that he's pulled out and unrolled. 
lays in there and starts flipping them all over. You guys were a big fan of these sword buttons when you came through my wagon last time, picked up a whole bunch of them for your long sword and your flat swords and all kinds of different things here. And I found out, you know what, there's a whole bunch more of those things than I originally thought. Uh, they got hot sword buttons, they got cold sword <laughs> buttons, they got weird tingly sword buttons, and they got sword buttons that hold the power of some kind of lightning itself. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but I will tell you a story about something that does later. Right now, <laughs> he flips all these over and uh, pushes them your way. And uh, you can see that these that they're runestones with four different runes, each of them inked in a different color. Red, green, blue, and white. How he has laid out here. If you want to imbue any of your various fancy swords, you'll find South Sartod, South Sword Porium products that defend you with some weird manner of magical nature essence. These elemental sword buttons are the trick. Do you have any magic swords? Magic swords? Uh, well, he kind of looks back at the wagon. Swords that produce magic. Magic swords, magic swords, magic uh, swords. Like, uh, like, like this one. Like this web sword. Uh, I'll pull out my wand of heal. Oh, yeah, exactly. I got something just like that. And he reaches out the backpack, and he pulls out... Sal Sartar, victim of his own poor Pretty much this exact hat. <laughs> which appears to be larger than the backpack itself, and yet comes forth, forth anyway. Are we talking like you could put me in the hat? You, this, uh, this bramin about double it. Also, it's dark blue with a white trim around the, uh, the base here. And he pulls that out a hat. That now, this here is a magical stylish. head sword. And uh, it's interesting, because you don't wield it with your hands. You wield it so much, they told me not to put it on my head, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, you wield it more with your mind. You kind of wear it upon your uh, your domicile here, and it, it enacts its will. Uh, Wizard gave me a whole lot of fancy $5 words about different kinds of magic and whatnot. Uh, but <laughs> go ahead, try it out. My best customers, anything. Uh, although, if you don't have a head afterward, no guarantees. It's just... Give me a minute, give me a minute. I'm going to find him on the path. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to die, and I'm going to find him on the path to the barnyard. Now, the wizard told me that if you had this here uh, magical uh, head sword perched upon your crown there, so spectacularly, uh, perfect modeling for me. Thank you very much there, buddy resume. Uh, it would make you, well, he told me smarter, but in a lot more words than that. Smarter succinct version, though, makes you more apt in the magical arts, more able to properly understand, maybe parse these. They had a whole $10 lecture for a $5 hat. Uh, though the hat is not $5, it is 650 But <laughs> not only that, but on top of that, the hat itself has the ability to pull forward the power of the elements. You can sense a recurring theme here. I met a very, very uh, interested partner in Absalom. Uh, kind, of, kind of your type sort of person, similar kind of headband, druidic sort of man. Uh, real invested in the lightning kind of stuff. Uh, but he had all an assortment of different kinds of elemental things. He had elemental sword buttons, he had the magic elemental summoning wizard hat. Uh, just all kinds of nice natural things to bring forth. And I thought, you know, what a better place to bring them than the jungle. Big everything natural. And Salsar Todd, Salsword Porium, bringing you all kinds of swords, whatever you might need. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm so happy right now. I have no idea what this hat does, though. Can I look at it? Uh, well, hmm. Get some words. Get some words. No, it wasn't words. It was a phrase. No, it wasn't a phrase. It was, it was magic. You got magic. You're magic, right? Buddy, resume, buddy, you can do some magic. Frequently. All right, hold on. He reaches into his uh, bag and he pulls out a piece of uh, a scroll that seems to come unraveled in his bag. He just pulls it out and just pull it <laughs> and just kind of winding it up around his arm like a giant roll of paper towels and trying to hang on to all of it for the bottom finally comes up with a little piece of wood on the end. Ah, fantastic. Don't know how that came undone. Uh, should be mostly down here. Buddy, resume, uh, buddy. That's just, can you take a look at this for me? And held it up towards her. And I'll, uh, I'll just read whatever he's pulling and out. And it's, it's is got... Is it a mortgage contract? It is, uh, 
It's, not it's long got enough. a whole bunch of little magical incantations and phrases that are vaguely labeled uh, long sword, hat sword, body sword, feet swords, finger sword, finger sword two, finger sword five, hat sword two. And then as he's oh. kind of looking down here, he's like, um, let me see this one, this one, this one, this one down here. Oh, it's his and, inventory ledger. And down at the very bottom, he's got one that's just labeled old sword. <laughs> 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 as an incantation next to it. Not seem about right to you. Uh, look at it. Okay, turns it over towards you. I believe so. All right, you have to think real hard. Kind of augment with this theorem magic, and it's only probably going to work one time, and it's probably going to work. Uh, but read that. Focus really hard. Do you have your own personal kind of lightning power in there? You might want to augment it a little bit. Uh, all right. You're I'll... about to taser yourself. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, I'll give it a try. Step behind, and, uh, buddy. <laughs> he kind of gets, gets himself out of the way here. As you read through... Uh, Whatever the heck this is, it's a it's a decent incantation. It, it takes like a full three actions to get this out, but as it does, the band around the hat sears with a shimmering light that kind of circles around it. As it gets back to the front, it jumps off as a white moat of light, moving kind of jagged, almost like a, a little bit of a spark, which grows into a. A figure kind of with a humanoid face and almost with arms, but a lower body almost narrowing down to a point that continues to grow larger and larger uh, until you summon about a uh, ten-foot-tall whirling tornado of crackling lightning why? with a face born in the front. And as this wind is just blowing everything and whipping the scroll backwards over South Star, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for. That's the kind of magic he that wizard told me the hat was going to do. Summons <laughs> elemental swords. That's the thing he said. So, can I Aww. recall knowledge on the... You should listen to me. Tell him to do something. Here, tell him to read me this. And he grabs the back of his skull. <laughs> he's kind of holding up the tornado. And it's just blowing all uh, completely can, backwards can in front of it. Can you quiet down a little? And the thing sort of settles a bit, shrinking down the wind, less blowing less vigorously, lightning thundering through its form. All kind of sitting there, just um, waiting. He's like, hey, uh, tell him to go shoot lightning at that tree over there. This is the test. See if it happens. No. <laughs> Resume's like, you're not getting me with that mm -mm, trick. Not going to happen. Nope. No. Right, well, you see the core concept of what the thing does, basically. Not only does it make you better at magic, uh, apparently this little spirit thingy here, uh, this magical whirling tornado sword of majigger that you pulled out right there is going to return to that head about every morning, ready to be summoned forth again. There's a guy who lives in my hat? Yeah, it's that guy. I the, look at the him. The tornado sword. Now I feel like I need to name him. Uh, hold on. No, we had one of that, too. He had, a uh... Ziggok run... No, no, not that one. Ziggy! Oh, no, uh, Murphy! Murphy. I can pronounce that. Wait, no. Shale. Shale? Shale was the rock one, I think. There's a bunch of them, actually. It doesn't always have to be a lightning tornado guy. I'm uh, calling him Murphy. There's a sword, there's a fire sword, there's a rock sword. The rock sword was definitely Shale. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of like scrolling it down. Look at him more of this. Really hard to keep track of all these. All these... These these fancier swords, these magical wearable swords, they got all these fancy incantations and magic and. Does it seem like it makes me better at magic? Uh, as you put it on, I mean, you you can. Well, it's not invested. You you, I, you don't have it invested at the moment, so. Well, can I try to? You How can long does it take? sort of focus. It'll take you, I think, ten minutes. To okay, that's it. fine. And as you got that sitting on your head, he uh, turns. Do like a Winnie the Pooh thing. He turns around over towards where. He's like, well, Esfus, buddy, Esfus, I can't help but notice that you and your friends here are wearing a whole bunch of armor. Well, for the most part, especially that man over there, buddy. Buddy, 
Buddy, buddy, Southside Todd, Southside Party. I remember you, buddy. Good man. You're the one with the uh, the hat. I am the one with the hat. That's good. You How's your, good how your swords been treating you? you? Been doing good? It sure has. All right, spectacular. No refunds if they weren't, but good to hear that my uh, my swords here, Southside Todd, Southside Party. Best quality swords you're gonna find this side of the Intercity region, or the other side of the Intercity region, or any other side of any other region. Anyway, that's what's buddy. That's what's. Uh, rush it on the bag a little bit. And he pulls out two just small little like furry cuffs around bands of leather. He's like, huh. Remember these looking more uh intimidating. Here, we got these uh magical wrist flat plate swords. It's a it's a it's a tough one. Had a difficult magical time with the name. Wrist flat plate yeah, so you got the flat swords, you got the body swords, you got what your buddy Buford buddy over here's got. This is that but much smaller and for your wrists. Here, slide these on real quick. Just take, take, take a try. And, uh, as you start trying to uh, invest these as well, you can feel a faint, like, abjurative ward across your your body. Kinda growing like out casting, from these. Uh, shield. Kind of like casting mage armor. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know what that is. And that's, that's very divine, man. <laughs> <laughs> he points out that as he says, Now them wrist swords right there, wrist blade swords, very fancy. All the magic and power of at least 10% of Buddy's body sword over there contained in two little wrist guards. And I tell you, they even make you less likely to get sick. Might have been a sales pitch. Might have been lies. No South Sartar, South Sartar guaranteed on that one. But I do guarantee you, that one's going to keep you a lot safer in battle. Now, buddy, that's just, buddy, you guys are my best customers. I hate, I hate to lose you. You need some defensive, something to keep you going. You all look like you're doing fine, obviously. You've made your way, well, where are we exactly? Monkey Expanse, jungle, that's it. The heart of the world, the uh, the cradle of something was what they called it, but I forgot. Oh, thank you, Resume. <laughs> well, I can't put it on my head anymore. It's giving me a headache, but I'm still wearing it. <laughs> that's fair. I can only wear one hat. But I got those, and then I've also got some fancy anti-swords. 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 I'm, like, a, fa I'm a fan like of the flat plate sword? wrist swords. Now, Espus, buddy, Rur, let me tell you. From what I know of you, which admittedly is very low, <laughs> you seem the kind of man to be far more interested in something near the opposite of a sword. Right? You got this man's sword? Quite accurate. Your buddy, your buddy, buddy, buddy. He's got a big old fancy sword. He's got weapon swords. He's got pounding swords. He's got body swords. He's got a flat sword. Buddy over here. Buddy. Dalren. Buddy. He's got a long sword. It looks like he's picked up some uh, throwable pointy swords as well. Some roast marshmallows on those. Something fierce. But this. Three at a time even. He shuffles down into his bag and he pulls out a pair of very thin, kind of floppy, white leather gloves. Uh, with a little bit of just geometric pattern in Tiny holes kind of punched in the back of each palm. With a strap around the wrists. These here are gloves of anti-sword. You got that uh, that weird little holy symbol there. That uh, that 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 uh, that there that uh, that uh, that uh, that there. The, uh, that Saren there. Ray. Saren Ray. That's it. Saren Ray. I know that one. Picked that one up from a merchant in Kadira. It was big on the sun god back there, but tell me also real big on the healing. Weirdly big on the fire too. Don't really get that one. But these anti-sword gloves, pretty powerful sort. Now, those right there make you much better at counteracting the effects of other more powerful swords. Much more effective and in fact, even come with a Salsar Todd, Salsword Porn guarantee that they've got their own magic. 
you can focus in, pull it out, and near instantly, all the negative repercussions of your previous choices will disappear, as long as they're sword puncher wounds. Like you've been drinking? Well, I'm gonna pull out the spare pair of healer's gloves that we have, the just the white pair, because I'm wearing the symbol of Serenray pair. And I'm gonna say, well, I happen to have something relatively similar. Right, you're collecting gloves like Buddy has hats. Apparently so. Let me take a look at those. Let me take a look at those. Let me take a look at this. And I'm gonna hand over the. This is garbage. And he hands it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are for him. You know how I know that's garbage? Because that didn't come from Sal Sartod, Sal Sortorium. Doesn't have a Sal guarantee. I look, they, they use a little, your little magic, your little, uh, your didn't little you? magical wizard hands there. Wait, yeah. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. No, those are fantastic. Those are great. Sal Sartod, Sal Sortorium. Guaranteed. Fantastic anti-sword gloves. Oh. However, these ones, these <laughs> ones, are some a little more fierce, some a little more powerful. Some I got from them, uh, them, them, uh, them, uh, them, uh, and he just kind of points to your holy symbol. Them, uh, them, them, Serenites. them, Kadirans. Yeah. Right. Uh, down there south of Taldor. You got some a little bit better, a little something stronger. A little something with a more uh, fancy sword magic. Well, anti-sword magic, I suppose. I suppose I'm going to take a minute to figure out what these are, and by a take a minute, I mean I'm going to hand it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take an action. Yeah, you would be able, I mean, with the, with Ver's spare gloves and these gloves in hand, you would fairly easily be able to tell that the white ones that Sal Sartat has are just a strictly more powerful version of what appears to be a nearly identical enchantment. Uh, these are greater hero's gloves. I would like both these and these, please. <laughs> these are both fantastic things. Um, all right. Um, well, we have some stuff in trade and then some money. Shall we haggle? Uh, absolutely! For my best customers, you know, absolutely anything, as long as it's not a discount. So I have all <laughs> kinds of... Uh, <laughs> around the bag again here. We got these fancy elemental sword buttons. We got these anti-healing gloves. We got these werewolf blade swords. Uh, we got a couple more. We got the we got the hat of... Uh, we need a fancy name for that hat there. That is a, that is a hat sword. That is a hat lightning sword. That is a sword uh, tornado can we hat. Call that is a it, hat uh, of the tornado sword. That hat is a, uh, of... Uh, Daura. Well, it's a sword. I don't know about that name. Sort of Daura, perhaps. Yeah, sort of Daura. That's a fancy name. Sounds like something you hear about in a legend or a story or a children's book. Hey, you, buddy. Buddy. Buford, buddy. Can I call you Dalran, buddy? Uh, well, no, my name's Buddy. Buddy, I got something for you. So you got that big old... I don't think we have enough money. Oh, come on. There's always enough money. I don't think You're the only one with some money in the jungle. Surely you've got all the jungle's money. That's well, where I want to wait to. We I know do you. have a lot of yeah, gold. Yeah, clever sorts. You got a bunch of these. But take a look at this right here. And he reaches in and pulls out another tiny little flat stone. He's like, you see this? That doesn't look very good at protecting anything. That's because it's the backside. He flips it over. You see this? <laughs> and it's got a little uh, faint kind of rune sigil on it. Looks real small. It does look real small. But when you put that on your body sword, you're going to feel it real big, buddy. Buford S's buddy. Salsar Todd, Salsword Porium. Guarantees you. If you put this on your armor, you're never going to get sick again. No guarantees. But this here is a body sword enhancing body sword my father always said not to buy anything that had the word enhancement he looks like in he's it. Looked at it. Ah, this jungle has been a real wear on me. A vitality sword. Brain is all a scattered. A vitality sword. I like that one, buddy. Rerespis, buddy. <laughs> vitality sword. You plug this here into your body sword there. It is going to make you exponentially more powerful slightly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if I believe that seems like real. I mean, it seems like such a small little thing over there. I don't know if it'll work. Maybe if I try it out for a couple days and then, you know. I'll take a look. Head over to your magically inclined friends here. And I'm taking a look at this neat armor sword button. Body sword button. Va vitality. Body oh. sword button vitality. That rolls off the tongue real easy. Perfect. Uh, South Star uh, trademark. 
I'm just gonna lean over to Valia. Do you have anything in that book for loud salesmen? And Valia's just standing there. I. And she's she's already like flipping. <laughs> You're not gonna find him in I, there. I don't understand what's happening. They, only, <laughs> they broke the mold when they made Sal. <laughs> well, if you start listing off prices over here, we'll have a better idea of what we can get. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. I, Go and direct me to whatever it is catches your interest here, my best customers, my buddies, my friends. Sal Sartan, Sal Sword for him. What can I get you? Definitely dizzy gloves. The gloves are a must. Um, I guess. Do you wanna like do? Anti healing gloves, super easy. Seven hundred gold pieces. Okay. Do you wanna do it out of session, like where we? Exchange all the we stuff because uh, it's gonna take a while. Yeah, we, have a yeah, lot we, gotta, of we gotta we gotta suss out a whole lot of value of items and whatnot. Yeah, here, I'll, so. I'll drop a balance sheet. So rather than getting into the minutiae of the math and all of that right now on stream, you guys could certainly spend some time here dealing and haggling with South Sartan. Besides, nothing makes us happier than making an Excel spreadsheet. I've got a sort of yeah, thing. Like if we that sounds sarcastic, but it's that is not, not at all. These people find no greater joy. Than deep you. in the heart of spreadsheets. I, oh God, really I love spreadsheets so much and the formulas. Formula What's the game with spreadsheets in space? Spreadsheets in space? It's called Destiny. I mean, it's. Destiny doesn't have. Actually, I take that back. Destiny, yeah, no, Armor 2.0, they totally have spreadsheets. They totally have spreadsheets. Don't lie to me. I'll, I'll remember it later. So you would spend some time uh, dealing, no. haggling. With Sal Sartod of Sal's Sword Porium. And I'm really good at haggling. Wagon stuck up in the tree, and we will discuss the uh, specifics. <gasps> Eve Online, Eve Online you're so right. We, they, we, would, we will just yeah. determine the specifics of what exchanges have been made with Sal Sartod and Sal's Later. Sword Porium uh, between streams. Uh, but suffice it to say, when we come back next week, we will have whatever new things that we have all acquired. And because, we'll again, be level eight. We're not going to, uh, we're not using the system a lot right now. See what I did happened. there? Kind of poked him. So. <laughs> it was good. It was really subtle. Poking the bear. After your exchanges <laughs> and your various trades with Sal Todd here, he kind of wraps it up. Well, buddies, friends, best customers, favorite customers, what an astounding coincidence. What an actual act of some sort of day epic intervention to drag you back to Sal Sartod, Sal Sartan, or don't tell me. He just couldn't stay. You couldn't stay away from the deals, could you? I love They're you. They're too Sal. good. You are my favorite. You got a taste of Sal Sartod, Sal Sword Porium, and you knew you couldn't adventure without it any further. Say it with me. Sal Sartod. Sal, Sal, Sal Sword, Sword Porium. For all your sword related needs. I didn't realize you were so into this, Esmus. To the hilt. I think traumatized is more no, apt. to the pain. Now, admittedly. I gotta get this wagon situation figured out here. Uh, that seems like it is uh, pretty well stuck. But certainly not in South Sartod can overcome. Not with one of his <laughs> many various useful swords and Do you want me some to of shrink these, it for you? some you of this huge collection of tridents that I'm sure you've just given me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just set down what appears to be a quiver of actual plus one tridents. Just here you go. South Sartod will find a way. Anyway, best of luck to you, Jerry. He's just gonna tape all the tridents together and fish. <laughs> I was more thinking like he no, would like, no, use no, them no. as levers and he would just jump I'm on I'm telling you, what I do is we just put all of it in the wagon and I shrink item the wagon and I just hand it to him and he just puts it in his pocket. Now, if you'll excuse me, and he turns back around to look at the wagon and just goes with discretion in the back of his head. We'll, like, seriously. Uh, we'll let you uh, get to that, Sal. We'll see you next time. For sure. And uh, Preferably in a less rainforesty climate next you time. You guys start to move away from Grinaldi, just... What? Don't even... I don't know. Don't. I'm telling you, just don't ask. He just kind of finds us, and we give him things, and he gives us things, and he's kind of like our stalker. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's what he good. does could be illegal. But it's good merchandise. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, what? I mean, it's, there's no harm, I've I guess. I've got these nice fancy gloves now. Okay. Yeah, there's no translation for it's that. It's best to not ask too many questions or look into certain things, I found. I thought I understood Haldane until I listened to him talk. No one understands very Sal. And not terribly coherently. <sighs> I have to say, I do get a certain visceral thrill whenever I look at his wagon, though. You'd be surprised with that How thing How did do. he get it up there in the first place? You know, I've never actually seen him have any draft animals to pull that thing. It kind of makes me feel homesick. Distance, mountains, and oceans are apparently no barrier for Sal. Do I think his... we ever perhaps consider that he is some malignant horse? I mean, it's clearly not a normal human. Something's... He's a merchant. I mean, as much as merchants are malignant forces in the world, which some would agree. It would be the perfect guise for him to track after us if he meant us Ailer was in some way related to the Cinderclaw mm. or the Scarlet Triad or... I mean, regardless of his intentions, he he's bargains been a fair deal. And he's been nothing but helpful. Yeah, and I kind of feel like the sword thing is more of a religion to him. I think he might be the god of swords. Once again, mm. I resort to my grandmother's wisdom, never contribute to malice, which you could contribute to stupidity. I don't think... Yeah. Tell why we get along so well. I don't know. Stupid isn't the word I would describe to him, necessarily. He seems to well have his business figured out, whatever his business is. Well, certainly it's not keeping a well-put-together inventory. He, he might is... be stark raving mad, but I do kind of like him. He is a... Gorm takes offense at you saying he's the god of swords. <laughs> I, I must can admit, suck I... it. I've never felt so at a complete and utter loss. So she I just kind of holds that. up her book. Like, if you I, want, like, I could totally do stalker, something weirder. I'd imagine I'd seen the worst of emergency there was to offer when, when I had traveled to Absalom, but this, this man is a force of nature. Yes. I've, I've long given up trying to understand Sal Sartard. Sal Sartard. <laughs> Hello? Sorry. <laughs> Sal. Sal. No, Sartard. Sal Sartard. Sal Sartard. Sal You even said it with him. Come on, you got it. So you would arrive, taking a decent 10-mile journey, and then if we're going to assist Rinaldi... he's not wrong. ...and her can't make a roni. Yes. Can't make a roni and cheese. Rinaldi is going to come out of here with uh, 23. Hello? Natural 20 for assist. We just do. I was giving it to you. And between, between her and Esvis, once again, you've really got at this point, you've become fairly well accustomed to the jungles and the precautions you need to take to travel without getting literally devoured by mosquitoes or horrible <clears throat> minor Scum vampire sloth entities or whatever else there is. You could apparently giant predatory river dinosaurs. That, uh, river, giant predatory river brontosauruses, <laughs> which are a thing that exists, I guess. And, oh baby, it's almost Gazer. We've almost spent the entirety of Ferast, a full month in the jungle. It's almost over. Going on adventures. It's almost full moon, which means celebrate. Now, uh, are you taking the path less traveled or the path already traveled? We're definitely going away from the location of a totem. Yeah. Because that's the question. You're going into the mystery box or you're going into there was a totem here. Mystery once. box, but the totem was that totem was removed like 
two weeks ago. It's been a while. Yeah, like... Mystery box. I'm down for mystery box. Yeah, sure. We should really go get the perimeter of that thing down well anyway. Yep. So. I'll take what's behind We definitely want to Alex. check the entire perimeter while we wait for the Echo Jai to approach. Well, with a day's journey... And then tomorrow, I'll you, use uh, Wanderer's Guide and get us the next two. Nice. As you get up and ready yourselves in the morning <clears throat> to... Somewhere in the distance, Renavo had a very weird dream. He's going to have another weird one today. Are you, poor guy. Are you? Poor Clay. Well, Gotta let him... Keep him up to date. Yeah, keep him up to date. Let him know... Let him know you met Southside, yeah. Todd. Yeah. Critically oh. important information. It's our only way of accurately passing on our movements and information right now. And That's where we fair. tend to meet up with him. Yep. Keep him updated, meet up with him, like, over here in three, four days. Maybe and just be ready for assault. Ruin his relationship. So, by the end of the day, you haven't received any follow-up from the Ekajai yet. As you make your way across the rivers into the fairly dense, swampy terrain uh, that is just past the Thunderclaw Fortress here, you know the fortress is vaguely southwest of you. In that direction, the swamp really just does give way into a huge morass where there's barely even islets of land to traverse, just standing bog water and overgrowth. Has Severin come back yet? Um, Severin probably is going to take at least two days to make okay. the round trip like 70 miles to Acreville. He's pretty fast, um, actually. He, I gave him an increased uh, speed from the fly. What's the speed? Uh, he moves is, is it like at 40, 40 now. 40? Yeah, that's my guess. Yep, that, that was, I actually thought that was it by default. So oh, okay, uh, cool. I mean, there's also still this, the general concept of exhaustion. Realistically, with a 40 speed, he can probably only move like four or five hexes in a day because he doesn't get to ignore that's the fair. Yeah, they can, they can just soar but and glide. There's a table somewhere that says how far he can go without exerting it's himself. It's Pathfinder. Of I feel like it's to the city and then back in two days. Uh, so you would be expecting him to arrive somewhere in the night or the morning. And okay. as you rest up to prepare your camps once more, um, I didn't do great that time. It's only a 19, actually. Uh, she can reroll. Bring luck. And I do, and I do, and I do succeed in aiding. And with you succeeding, gives you a critical success. So, as a value, it went from a two to a fifteen on really his roll. <laughs> nice. Um, with that, She's you would be survival perfectly well concealed, and then resting through the evening. Now knowing that, at the very least, this hex adjacent to the fort isn't full of anything bad. During your preparations the following morning, Seraphin would return. Uh, and a Severin comes back. He has wisdom for you, and also a tiny ring that's kind of set around his foot. Uh, it looks like a small band of copper, not set with any kind of a gemstone, uh, but engraved as an elongated leopard leaping kind of after its own tail. As he brings it back, he would tell you that... Uh, he had a, Renavo had a very strange dream. <laughs> <laughs> but coinciding with Severin's arrival, Renavo kind of sussed together that this is a method of contact and he's not going insane. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing weird hairy halflings in his dreams. Familiar they, hairy halflings. They have told the twin leopards what was happening, and he had updated them with the information that Rur had given him to the dream. 
and the Severn didn't meet the Twin Leopards himself, Renavo had this ring, which the Twin Leopards had wanted sent back out to you and found convenient that there was a means through which to convey this. Uh, and that this is a copper ring of fire resistance. And Renavo noted that with your plans, you may need it soon. Well, I mean, that's perfectly fantastic for any of us to wield on. I guess it's just fire resistance five to whoever puts that on. I guess it's better than nothing. It's not the Ekujai strike force we were hoping for, but Well, they're dispatching. They're moving. Galanor's taking a force of hunters, but I mean, it's still pretty far. They can move maybe three or four hexes in a day. That's why we're dragging our feet and wasting a couple days. It would still take them some time to get down to the fortress. That's fair. Where do you want it? It's up to you, honestly. It'd be fine for either of us. You're just as prone to fire damage as I would be. Well, I do like the idea of wearing a ring. <laughs> it might be the only one I ever get. I think it'd be fine for you to wear it. Okay. I'll put it on. This doesn't mean anything. You, take, you put it on, you invest it. You're not officially engaged to both of the twin leopards Please simultaneously. Please do not think that that's what this means, because I can barely handle the one subconscious I have. I don't need two more. And then... You wanted to use your Wanderer's Guide? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For a nice day of double journey. Well, did they say how long it would take for them to get here? Um, and they said they would be in contact if they could reach you. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just do that. A solid double journey would reveal that there, there does not appear to be much more of interest out here in the swamps around the fortress. The swamp itself runs pretty heavily out to the southeast. To the point where you would have to forward across it at some point during your day's travels. Uh, something that would be pretty spectacularly difficult for Rur, whereas the rest of you are wading through up near to your chests. I, I'm just going to stand on yeah, Buddy's like shoulders. Yeah, like Rur would have to be carried. Because, um, uh, well, we actually have a, um, we do a have barrier that floats on pontoons. Yeah. So Is we it? can actually use that to keep our gear out of the water and to keep Rur out of the water. Yeah, uh, pushing that along through the water here, it's definitely... It's like it's a, it's a barricade. I don't know. It's not like a boat, really. And I think it's oh, we have shaped wood. So we could take it from being a, a barricade. Well, it's worked so wood now. It's been... I can't... It's been... Can, can you not use shape wood on the, on the wood you shaped wood? It's still wood. Right. You made it with shape wood. That's yeah, we made it with shape wood. I'm going to yeah, say so no for preventing shenanigans reasons. That's largely. probably wise. I would probably use it for shenanigans. Rur's <laughs> pretty small. Yeah, I could yeah. actually... You could, like, you could sit on a pontoon, realistically, but this isn't like a boat that would be able to ferry the group of you. The rest of you would be waiting. Uh, much of you here up on the pontoons with Rur. As, I'd have uh, a rope tied to me where I'm just tied. Yeah, his buddy's just pulling this across the swamp through the cattails and the reeds. Somehow still Well, I could also probably fly some of it over, inclu- including Rur. Well, it's we like can get across one way or another. Eight miles of That's wading right. through swamp. It's not a not, not a great day. Nope. And uh, as you come out of it at the end, uh, you would find yourselves not even really on dry or solid ground. Ew. Uh, but you would find something drier, something that's up and off on a berm or some small bit of dirt and rock that would at least get you out of the swamps itself. And at the end of the day, as you were coming to a rest, trying to find a place to rest, you would make your way up and see a figure, actually. Uh, what looks like a humanoid doesn't look quite as 
bulky or strangely bow-legged as a bogger. Looks like a person or an elf, uh, but with a cloak drawn pretty close about them with a hood drawn up over their head, so you can't really see much other than some sleek black hair hanging out of it. Does any of this get up look particularly scarlet? No. No part of this scarlet, no. And they almost, uh, they, they seem to be almost waiting in advance on top of this bit of dry land where you had to make your camp. Uh, they don't bear any visible weapons or armor or anything, but of course they want this cloak brought kind of tight around them, so you don't know what's underneath it, but, I mean, it's nothing bulky. They appear to be a fairly slender figure underneath. And I just kind of watch as you arrive and notice each other. Doesn't raise a hand or hail you or anything, really. Just kind of waits. Are you just being purposefully mysterious? Just waiting. Well, I mean, we're definitely not going to just not approach. I mean, that's kind of where you're going, so you're almost certainly going to approach. So. That's what I ask. Are you just being oh, purposefully mysterious? My concern here is none of yours. Resume. What? And uh, she just keep kind of watching the, the rest of the group of you as you make your way up out of the water. And particularly gaze kind of lingering on Esvis. You can see under the hood, as you get a little closer, it's clearly a woman's face. Almost pale white, very slender. And even under this hood, it looks like she has a veil, almost a blindfold of sorts, across her eyes. Uh, she turns to look towards us, as you can see, no eyes looking back at you. I would idle in front of Esvis and yeah. kind of, like, block... Not block totally, but, like... Is this, like, a monster of some sort I might know about? It seems very <laughs> peculiar. You see a cloak and a face of... There's no up. eyes! Yeah, no. Yeah, there's, well, no, there's a veil over no the eyes. Over eyes. Okay. But you okay, specifically said no eyes. Now, yeah, you, don't hold see, on. you don't see any yeah. eyes. It's oh, a veil over there. This okay, white okay. veil. Well, you seem gotcha. to be uh, here waiting for at least our group, it would seem. Uh, can no, we not, help you? Not for the group of you. For one of you. Uh, you can't have him. I think you'll find he disagrees. That's And uh, she kind of reaches up, very slender fingers, and lowers the hood to reveal a face that would actually be somewhat familiar to you. Uh, this veil she has kind of extends up along the side of her head, and her straight black hair is pulled back uh, kind of into a large bun, but some still loose about her shoulders. And uh, she has a mark, kind of like a, almost a vertical stripe, across the front of her lips, one that you would almost certainly recognize. You're a Surprisingly difficult to find, even given my resources. It's you. From the caves. It's the creepy thing. Did you expect anything less? You look like you've seen a ghost, Esvis. Esvis, is she gonna hurt you? Because we can stop her. No. No, remember the story I told you in the cave of the Greater Barghest in knowing that it goes to the Deadlands. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how I got home. I truly don't. But I didn't reveal, perhaps, everything. I had a conversation when I called out for some kind of help. 
And I answered. I am Domleth. And I have come to collect on a promise. You remember that much, I believe, Esposthar. It has been that many years, hasn't it? That it has. Would you make a promise to Esvis? And Esvis actually just reaches over and touches his arm. Oh god. Something tells oh. me that this is not easily gotten out of. That's a lot of years you wagered, Esvis. Well. Wait, I'm confused. What are you guys talking about? I am I am falling falling behind here. This doesn't concern the rest of you mortals. You may continue with your business as you were and time to understand how you've operated so far. There's not much light left and you've work to do. I made a promise um, to someone in your family, actually, buddy. Oh, really? Your, um, your wife's grandmother, Leia. Oh God, not her. She's a. F- I, I've heard she was a formidable woman. I would have made many promises to her if it got me out of trouble. I was there when she passed. But, uh, really? That was so long ago. And I begged for help to get them home. It's all she wanted was to get home. And you answered. And so I promised service. For the years that they lived, I would give that much, and I willingly agreed, knowing not even death would get me from this. Ah. You made a promise to Phrasma to give her your life? Well, not the entirety of it. Less directly than that, you made a promise directly to me. And it's come time that I collect. I need your assistance, if you can believe that or not. It's been difficult to find you, even for me. Were it not for those spiders and that mud heap a few days' journey behind you, I may never have. They are my eyes and ears. But they know, as do I, that you're needed. And if you are to aid me in stopping, well, something the details of which need not trouble the rest of you mortals, you're going to need some measure of divinity about you, Esvistar. And that's what I've come to collect. Very well. But before we go, I... This may not concern them, but they have been my family for some time. I wish to at least do that much and then we may go. Of course. I've waited decades and I know mortal moments are precious, so by all means. Asphus, if you don't want to go. I'm going. The choice is no longer his. <laughs> but I would not refuse. Yes, this ain't the type of call uh, to back down from a promise. Besides, uh, from how much you respect uh, your faith, I feel like 
it's almost a, an opportunity. Hmm, in a way. When we took some time uh, in fixing Citadel Altarian, I asked a favor of my grandmother. I knew this day was coming. I've had dreams of it for years. Just didn't know when. But now that it's here, I would like to give you all at least one last thing to remember me by, as it will be in many years that I am called into the service. Wait. But years? Now, <laughs> here, wait now, everyone. I didn't say nothing about years. I didn't hear nothing. Buddy. A year for every year your grandmother got. That was the deal, was it not? Including all of my compatriots that died that day. Say what now? Years is just time. Yeah, you have a lot more years than I do. I'm and immortal. I've, and I've spent a lot of them watching over your family. I know, but years for you is like a little pocket watch. For me, I've only got, I don't know, a couple left. And that's why I've cherished them every step of the way. And so let me give you one last thing, please. It's from my grandmother. She'd appreciate it. Well, I ain't gonna say no. You better take good care of him. He's, you know, he's a real, uh... I don't want to get She doesn't even, like, acknowledge you. She's just looking at Espus just waiting. Uh, their faces turn towards Point Espus. is made like, over here. And, um, so Espus, um, I reach down to my, to my hip, and there's a black leather pouch that he's just had and never opened. And just slowly opened it up. We carved these. I asked and told of those stories that what could you be symbolized by? As rangers, we've found importance in animals, and with my grandmother being a druid, she showed me the importance of symbols, especially in animals. So, these trinkets I want to give you as a parting gift. So for you, Rur, the owl, for always being able to see light in darkness, for your wisdom and your playfulness as well. Thank you. For you, Resme. The Falcon. For your creativity, your mischief, but also the guidance and speed with which you have brought us to many victories. I don't, I don't want a token, I want you. For Buddy, the bear. Strong when alone, and stronger protecting those that you love. And one of the fiercest animals that we have ever known. As you've been one of the fiercest friends I've ever known. And for you, Doran, the wolf. Lone for long, and certainly more than capable. But now with a pack of your own to watch over and lead. You, you better take really good care of him. If anything happens to him, I don't care who you are. I'll find you. I'm ready. When this is all over and done, Espus, we'll have much to catch up on. Yes, we will. And I have my own. My grandmother said that this was a symbol for the goddess, the Whippoorwill, one of her many messengers and I will keep this with me in mind. What a surprise, good sir. Thank you. I would be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by the way 
Mortal minds work. These trinkets they set your mind at ease. They do. Very well. And uh, she reaches into her robe, and as the sleeve kind of pulls back, she's got a steel gauntlet across the back of her hand. And she pulls out a small dagger, about eight inches long, uh, with no cross guard, just the edges of the blade near the bottom of the blade itself, blowing outward into a spiraled handle leading down to the Fresman sigil on the pommel. And she holds this knife in her hand and just holds it out to him. <laughs> you told me once and you did not fear death, Mesvistar. There's only one way to the boneyard. May Alceta guide you in your travels, Osvis. And bring you safe home again when you're done. A bit dramatic, don't you think? You're not taking all of his years. No, but necessary. It is. I have some magic, but that which I control are the ebb and flow of life, energy, and souls into the river. Particularly those that have left or fled in error. I have no planar shifting power. I have no magic to send him there through wizardry or arts. I can be there myself. But I can't transport you. Very well. Well, Elizabeth, um, before I go, you know, I may not be around when you come back, but I bought those two sons. You know how much trouble they get up to. They'll have a good set of eyes watching them. And if I can help it, I'll walk you down the path myself. I will be forever grateful. Well then, I came to you as a stranger. I leave you now as family. Walk safely. Always. And lift the dagger up. May your path be bright and ever clear. Thank you. Second hand on, just very quickly. Darn will catch him and kind of ease him down to the ground. Goodness gracious. And uh, Domleth will take a step towards you as you're holding him. Just kind of kneel down and put a hand on his chest for a moment, kind of cock your head to the side. I... All right. I don't understand. I don't understand anything. And uh, putting her head back up over herself. She kind of folds her hands on her chest and can't something briefly and then just simply wisps away. Almost the uh, kind of turning into a steam or a mist, a, a ray almost of grayish light that just fades up into the canopy out of you. 
a dangerous thing to play with the gods. There, there. According to the arrangement, not permanent, thankfully. Well, and he was a gift to have while we had him. Not permanent for some. It's not fair. No, it is fair, unfortunately. He is the man of his word, and he made a promise. It was a promise exacted in a time of great stress on him, but it was its promise he made. And he had hinted it at it for a while, so... I guess I wasn't too caught off guard, but... Well, I'm glad someone wasn't. Resme, this is a lesson. Be careful with the gods. You give them respect, but you keep them separate. It's not a good place for mortals to walk. I barely understand myself, never mind the gods. I... Maybe one day I'll understand. But that day is not today. Today I mourn a friend. Because even though he's not dead, he's still gone. And he's not coming back. Who knows? Maybe you'll see him again. I hope so. Maybe he'll walk us all down the path one day. That would be nice. Estes' body does vanish. It would not, no. Ugh. Oh. You, uh... That's not what she needed. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Worse. Way worse. Decidedly worse. Now we have to bury our friend. friend. Well, a little better. We are not shrinking him. (laughs) (laughs) No, we get to properly put him to rest. Jesus Christ. Oh my! Hack him and salt. I'll keep you safe, Festus. I'll keep you safe till you come back to us. I threw him away. That was my thought. Like you get to like bury him and have closure and shit, and just fucking disappear. We're not shrinking. Oh my god! No, Resmay, we're not. (laughs) Oh, you lighten the mood at least. That was, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. What an actual masterpiece. (sighs) Well, that's largely going to be the end of it for us this week, dear friends. And it does... It does suck. Some real bad suck. But, uh... Matt's moving. Yeah. So... This actually is like legitimate. Keep sadness. him in the pencil case. Want to see? This is- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. They said it. They did say it. It's right there. This is, this is actually the last session we get to have with Matt, which oh, is really which sad. Is super unfortunate. But I mean, in a kind of weird parallel to the actual game, we did get to play way more than we thought we were going to get to with this you. This is true. We yeah. That's true. Even like two or three months ago, even. Yeah. But unfortunately. Yes, this has got to move on to uh, bigger and better things. So, actual sadness. So everybody in chat, say goodbye to Matt and Esphus here. Unfortunately, this is, for now, the last we're going to be seeing him. 
Hopefully, perhaps someday we can drag you into a Roll20 campaign or something at least. For sure. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> it has actually been super fantastic playing with you. It's been great. We love you it's so been, much. Uh, I love all of you very much. A real good time. And uh, I'm... I have no idea who Dudley Doll is going to give all of their hero points to. It's probably... You I probably hate they're, they're, they're straight I don't villain points now. any question. That's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been a damn good, like, 1.75 chapters of Journey, good seven levels, and really a solid arc scene through to its conclusion here. You got to wrap up with the totems. You got to shut down the fields, and I mean, we may be winking out of existence literally as we're about to storm the gates. I mean... Eh, you know. We're only we, mildly there's demoralized. There's never a good time to do there's that. There's never a yeah. good time to pull a character. It's it's at, a, at the end of a chapter here, and I think it was honestly a a pretty solid way that I lined up to wrap it up. But it does suck real bad that you're leaving. The chat, that's gonna be it for us today. Uh, next week we will be back, but not on the regular schedule, not on a regular thing, because next week is Digital Gen Con. It also sucks. You leave literally immediately before we get to do cool Gen I Con stuff. I hate you so no. much. But, uh, <laughs> We're going to be part of Gen Con's Pathfinder programming next weekend. We're still going to be on. Uh, we're actually still going to be doing the Age of Ashes because Woo! I figured it was a perfectly reasonable <clears throat> thing to pick up for us just storming the frickin' gates uh, with what could largely just be an 8th level one-shot, realistically. <laughs> because if we're right at the beginning of this last chapter, you notice crap about the totems in the jungle matters. <gasps> you said 8th level. Uh, which means... <laughs> Hopefully they can all jump on for some good old-fashioned Pathfinder 2E dungeon crawling. I do know that's going to be starting about now. It's starting when we normally end. I'm I'm unclear on where the URL for that lives. Honestly, I don't know. That does not <laughs> because surprise anyone. Gen Con has like four concurrent streams. There's not just like twitch.tv slash Gen Con. They have a bunch of them, and they also have a bunch of like partner streams running alongside that. So I, I have no idea where that URL is going to be. But stay tuned if you uh, follow any of our social media that scrolls through on this sometimes. Twitter.com slash 2Perception. That will definitely let you guys know. And uh, if it's not going to be right here, it's going to be probably hosted by this. So it'll definitely be hosted. You'll be able to come definitely here be able and to find see it. it. Like, don't um, come to Squid's house, because that would be really awkward, <laughs> and not all of us can fit in this room. And uh, worst so case we scenario, uh, we'll, we'll, wherever it is, we'll get it uploaded onto YouTube. Uh, it's okay, the Link. Day after, like we always do. We do YouTube.com slash 2Perception. Hopefully we'll see you all next weekend. Perhaps you can swing by my channel in the meantime, because on Mondays I run the Extinction Curse as well, the other second edition adventure path that exists, uh, which is not a thing that I can say for much longer, because Agents of Edgewatch is coming real soon, actually. Uh, but they are... We'll have to run a third one. They are very similarly uh, deep in that campaign, also striking into their later acts of book two. Uh, that one is a digital show on Roll20 over at uh, twitch.tv slash squiddish. My username right here, let me just put a thing in the chat. Let me, uh, let me, put, let me put a... Uh, there you go. There's yeah, a, I mean... I right think... there, click on that really bright yellow moderator name in the chat. That takes it to my channel on there. Mondays... 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's two hours ago that show starts. Yeah, I think the average uh, intelligence of that party is like up to 10 now, right? I think the average Actually. did get up to 10. Yeah. The average intelligence was 9 because we had, I think, one person, two people at 10 and three people at 8. 
It is a literal clown fiesta. For those who don't know anything about the extinction curse, it is actually now following. Now we've got intelligence in the party. It is actually following a yeah, traveling circus troupe. The most intelligent troop. person in that party is a freaking tree. A traveling circus troupe as they accidentally <laughs> become mighty heroes. <laughs> Through sheer hatred and a sense of vengeance and a desire to kill every trog that exists. <laughs> Thank you all for Very being noble. here. That's actual. Everybody. Thank you all for hanging out. Man, no good to have Espus anymore, and I'm actual sad. Me too. Please don't make me cry again. Good night. Actual sadness, too.